0: Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at cult Collectibles. So visit us on the
1: web at coldcollectibles.org today. Hey, this is Stephen Byer from Iron Films, and you're listening to Sick on cinema
0: Hello everybody, and welcome to a crusty, crud-filled episode of Sick on Cinema. I'm one half of your start on the left, never on the right, podcasters, John. I'm your other half, Matt. (laughs) Matt. And we are here. To do this awesome episode. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's awesome. That we didn't think was even going to happen, because I got sick as fuckopedia on my vacation. (laughs) Yeah, that's rough. We went Um, went to go see Gajira. On the way home, I was like, boy, I'm kind of cruddy. This ain't cool. And then about midweek, I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, What I think is going on with you, my friend, is, well... Me, me and you deal with allergies already. Yeah. And when we left from our home to go see Gojira up in Asheville. It was supposed to be cold. Yeah. It was supposed to be like mid-60s, maybe. Well, it was cold here. Well, I'm saying up there. But when we got up there, it was warm. It was hot. Yeah. And I was wearing a long sleeve, and I was sweating my balls off. Yeah. And then they used a bunch of fog. Oh, my God. Smelled like patchouli. Patchouli. So we had to deal with heat up there. It had to come back down from to the cold with all these al- allergy-ridden fucking air we got up here. Uh, how, how the hell we drove up the mountain? Yeah. And it was hotter. I will never understand. That That's <laughs> like an anomaly of God. Like, <laughs> that was bizarre. Most of the time, like, it's like when I we went on that camping trip after I got sick, by the way. Yeah. Uh, was, it got, it was pretty cold up there. Yeah. But then we go to Asheville and it's like hot as shit. Yeah, it was like, I mean, hot for me. I'm a cold natured person, oh, so yeah. it's like that, that prime mid-60s. That's perfect weather for me. Oh, yeah. I get a little bite on my nipples. <laughs> <Just> a little, <laughs> With my nipples from the cold. Also, I, I do want to give a shout-out real fast. Shout-out. Orbit DVD. Oh, yeah, that place was amazing up in Asheville, yeah. North yes. Carolina. Oh, my God. I spent way too much money. I know you did, too. Yes. Um. So, yeah, if you're ever in the Asheville area, go check them out. Orbit DVD is fantastic. Yeah. And We're gonna have something like that real close to us very soon. Yeah, I'm very They're there excited. right now. Yeah, I know. Unboxing. I want to be like, Mr. Grundhouse. video. <laughs> can I help unbox? <laughs> I can help. Uh, I wanna help? I just want to help. I just want to look. I just want to see what you got. <laughs> um, it's like me and Amanda were talking about. It. We we're like, we're gonna be hiding at the door, being like, You guys open yet? Is no. It, is it time? Okay. All right. I'll, I'll help you see. unbox if you need me. <laughs> leaves 30 minutes later. Hey, hey. you guys open yet? <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what I'm talking about right here. Yeah, you gonna you- know, hear some hacking and some snooting and I apologize. He's got the crud. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not the COVID. Thank God. I got tested many times, actually. Because it was just like, it just kept like getting worse and I'm like, this can't be nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got tested uh once while it was like at home tests, yeah, we we used two of those, yeah. And then you went and got a proper professional done, yeah, and they all came back negative. So, yeah. thank God, yeah. But man, I feel like shit. I man, I, I feel like shit. Way for that shit. Feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> shit. I can't think about that Bo Burnham song. Which one? I really ain't feeling like I want to get lit. I feel like a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um. But yeah. Also this week. Yeah. This Sunday, mm-hmm. Halloween, Halloween, we will have a- another episode. Yeah. So get excited Double about up. that. Yeah. We're going to be interviewing the great cultcollectibles.com, yes. the number one place to pick up your true crime and cult memorabilia. Yes. So, and everyone seemed pretty excited about it, so I'm excited they're excited. Yeah, um, it was a very interesting interview, for sure. I got to ask a lot of questions about stuff like that I was very curious about and didn't know nothing about. Yeah, well, he very fascinating stuff. Yep. So good guy too. So oh yeah, absolutely. Go give him your money. Go give him your money. Throw your money at him. J- j- make it rain on him. Yeah. You just uh, throw that money at him. Throw it at him. Hundred dollar bills. I know. Uh, it, like for all the mixtape fans out that in our uh, listener base, he's got a couple of those as well as some just very odd like stuff. Like he's got the Issei Sagawa movies. Yeah. But be cautious of those because there is one where you will see you say, Sagawa probably naked. Yeah. He'll be blurred, but... He'll blotter, but it's probably too much already. Yeah. But, you know... Yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. That's going to be awesome. That comes out on Halloween. Yes. We got a lot of big things planned. Yeah. Including the next holiday special. Yeah. Which is going to be uh, special. <laughs> <sighs> I'm not looking forward to this. You know what? What? We'll have a friend. Yeah, we'll have a friend. <laughs> we we'll have a very good friend of ours. <coughs> we'll talk about some nasty shit. Some pieces of shit. L- literal pieces of shit. But uh, let's stop wasting time. Yes. We've got four movies to talk about. Yeah. I'm sick. I don't want to go that long. Yeah. Because I don't want to like get like two hours in and be <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So let's get into these listener questions. Yes. First up today, The Gorehound. Opinions on the genre gore grind. Hmm. Bands such as Last Days of Humanity, Fluids, Carcass, Lymphatic Phlegm, Phlegm, Phlegm? Phlegm. Pharmacist, and Pusgrave. Hmm. Also, ever planning on covering Gigi. So I'm assuming he's meaning uh-huh, Gigi yeah. Allen. Oh boy. Um, I can answer that part of the question. Yes. Yes. We'll probably do a whole episode on Gigi Allen, to be honest with you. Yeah, he's a fascinating motherfucker. Dude. Yeah. Um, I, I know you're not the biggest Gorgon guy. I like Carcass. Yeah. I like Carcass a lot. Fluids, eh. Um, They're fine. You know, I can I can listen to them. I, I secretly love Gorgon music. <laughs> it's so fun. It's fun in the sense of, like... The best way I've heard it described was on a, vi- a video talking about, like, some of the genres. Is that it's... Uh, Gore-Grind has this, like, medical and surgical nihilism to it. Yeah. And it's super, super ridiculous. I definitely like top. Gore-Grind better than I do, um, like, porno grind. Yeah. Um, some of that stuff gets a little weird. Yeah. Like, like grinds alright. Porno's a step a little bit too far for me, personally. Yeah. My cat's going crazy. She's sure. on crack the veins alright. Yeah. It happens. She's a crackhead. Um, but yeah, I I love that shit, and Carcass is one of my favorite bands. Carcass is great. I, like, I legitimately love Carcass. I love their Gorgon stuff, and I love their just death metal stuff as well. Yeah. Um, Last Days of Humanity is fucking insane. <laughs> I think you let me listen to a little bit of them. Yeah. Um, Fluids is a band I recently discovered. Uh, I think by accident. Like, I just found them, and I was like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> They start every song with like some kind of like gore clip. Well not every song. It but feels like it. They they do they feel like <laughs> the skinless of like gore clips. Yeah, they really are. Where uh skinless is like, here's some John Waters clips. They're like, yeah. they're like here's Funky Town Gore. Yeah. <laughs> Which is one of the songs they did use Funky Town, and I was like, You're gonna get sued. You're gonna get copyright flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this has got Switch Out of Mine in it. <laughs> as well as Funky Town. But did yeah, they, I, I like that. Did shit. they use the one? Which one? <laughs> No, that was... <laughs> I know that was uh, cattle, cattle Yeah, They may have used it too. <laughs> they, they probably used it. Um, They have used all kinds of clips. They use the clip of the guy uh, being forced to crawl on his hands and knees in the hotel mm-hmm. by cops and getting shot to death. Good it's times. It's, uh, <laughs> that's what I like to listen to. When, when I'm you, in a good mood, I want to be feeling an even better mood. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Death. That's what I want to hear. Uh, <laughs> one of their songs opens up with a guy who fucking kills himself sweet like he slits his wrist and he's like um this is the last video i'm ever gonna make and he's talking about like shooting blood out of his arms and shit i've never seen the video but it sounds fucking rough well guys this is it <laughs> oh, oh god poor, that poor bastard i'm assuming they probably have used him uh i don't think so yet wow surprising if they have i don't i haven't heard it yet no yeah and gg oh yeah no because yeah. we're definitely doing hated Hated is definitely going to be something. There's also I watched. Uh, I watched this movie. It's uh, Gigi Allen. I think it's All in the Family. All in the Family. Um, that documentary is fascinating. Yeah. And on something I worked on, not going to go into detail too much yet. I actually used that as uh, research material for Gigi Allen. Yes. Jesus Christ, Allen. Yeah. Oh, shit thrower himself. Yep. <laughs> the Godfather, poor hooker. <laughs> <laughs> literally, literally. <laughs> um. Next up is Joshua Fat Attack. He asks, Did any of you guys get lucky enough to grab the new media book from Black Lava with Dora's two new films? I did. What? (laughs) 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 I didn't know this was a thing happening. (laughs) I didn't know he had two new movies out. (laughs) Yeah. Did you get this? I didn't. No, unfortunately. Damn it. Here was what happened. Like, I didn't even, like, I saw it going down. Yeah. But didn't pay enough attention to it because there was a whole there was a whole rights thing issue. Okay. And Black Lava went from like distributing it like they normally do to yeah. only having like fifty something copies of it oh. for some reason. There's a big thing about it. I can't remember what was happening. Like there was a whole thing about the pre-order. Like if you pre-ordered, you just fucked. <laughs> oh fuck. Okay. You had to reorder it. Oh Jesus. Yeah. Um. So like, but I didn't know what was going on. I didn't know what it was until like I stopped and actually read what was up, and it was like, oh shit, it's Mario and Dora movies. <laughs> and then I'd... I went to get it, and it was done. It was gone. <laughs> I had no idea this was even happening. <laughs> it was only like fifty copies, though. So, it was well, like, you know. good luck, you know. But congratulations, that's awesome. That you yeah, you hold on to that because it's probably worth a it's probably worth a pretty penny right yep, now. Probably. Or send it to us. No, I'm kidding. don't do that. No, no <laughs> don't no, no, do no, that. Don't do no, no, that. No, no. don't do that unless you want to. No, 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 <laughs> no, no, no. You bought that. You keep it. Yeah, uh, like I said, like I just wasn't paying enough attention. Like I saw the cut. Co- I kept seeing the cover. Yeah. But Black Lava puts out weird shit that sometimes I'm just not really interested in. It's like I know you bought the Channel Three O Nine movie. You know. I watched John the Doe's review on it. I thought it was a very good review. I haven't seen it just yet. And he's not necessarily like I don't know, like what I love the most about John the Doe's reviews on Cinema's Underbelly is coming out of it, you get a sense whether he likes it or not, but he doesn't come out and just say it. Say it. Like it's it's just literally a review. Mm -hmm. The good and the bad. Yeah. And that's it. Um Yeah, uh, I haven't seen that review yet, but I did see his video on the, was it Bloodrunner Zero Bloodrunner Zero. And I want to watch those. It looks weird, doesn't it? Yeah, it's like the artsy. I watched Channel 309, the first one, and thought it was just bad. Yeah, I know you said it was like a bunch of people in just like a weird mask, just like fisting. Yeah. Just staring at the camera like, Fisting someone. Just shoving the fist up the puss. And I'm just like, this ain't disturbing, man. This is just, (laughs) this is just bad. (laughs) You know, it's artistic. BDSM but not in a way that I was interested you know there's one where he like cuts a girl oh which I guess is a little more disturbing but it's like but there's also like two more in this whole series of things yeah I'm not interested <laughs> I know you're not we'll probably never cover the channel 309 <laughs> probably not there's just not enough to talk about <laughs> no that's like I know me mean, you talked about like doing documentaries and some of them it's going to be really hard yeah there's only like covering the Trace's <clears throat> death film will be really difficult yeah, because it's just like a bunch of clips compiled together. Yeah, like I think it'd be fun, like just the the riff on it, just, like just just to riff about the movies. Yeah, do a live watch along. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, who wants to watch traces of death? Who wants to watch people die? <laughs> Let's do this for real, for real. <laughs> not even like fake, not for fake fake. I can move on that. It's cool. Like it's sitting over there. I'm looking at. It, it's like damn, that's pretty awesome. Huh, the only thing is that third one's bad. That third one wasn't very good. No. No second one was crazy the second one was nuts yeah and the first one you know it is what it is classic it's a classic documentary oh yeah for sure if you're into that kind of thing you know those the first two are definitely worth watching oh yeah I've not watched the fourth or fifth so I don't know not yet excuse me I wish my cat would quit yelling Just quit screaming what, what are you doing quit screaming anyways next up is Rural Death I do. I, I see this every week. I feel like though we do this, but I love that username. It's great. Uh, all of our listeners have great usernames. My username online sucks. Mine sucks too. So you know, <laughs> thoughts on Fernando Arable? Ara, ara Arabal? Hmm. I've been watching through his stuff, and I won't pretend to understand much of it. <laughs> but boy, are they an onslaught of shocking, bizarre fun! I actually have not dived into this guy's filmography just yet. I don't know if I know about this guy. It is the guy who did Viva la Muerte. And uh, oh. what is it, I Walk Like a Crazy Horse? Yes, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's a guy I've not got into just yet. He's I'm interested, for sure. Yeah. I see people kind of comparing him to uh, Jodorowsky. Okay. So. I was trying to find this guy, that guy's movies recently, I, I Walk Like a Crazy Horse. And... <laughs> what just happened? My cat just charged through the damn hallway. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Um. And uh, Viva La Muerte, but I don't know where to find them right now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I know, like I think Alamo, what was it Trap uh, House? Yeah, their like streaming platform has them, hmm. but uh, I just I don't have that. Yeah, so, he's a guy I'm interested in. I, yeah, I'd I love to cover his stuff on the show. Like, yeah, um, I saw the poster for Viva La Muerte a while back and thought it was really cool. Yeah, and I've I've always heard I walk like a crazy horse. Oh yeah, how weird it is. Um, it's definitely on the list of yeah, stuff for to, sure to watch for sure for sure. Like I said. I like to cover him. We're definitely gonna cover Joe Doroski at one point too. Sure. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, very excited about that as well. Uh next up is Spooky Celluloid. It's the boy. It's your bully. Which uh I watched his review on Red Rim 2. Yeah. I did too. I like <laughs> Red Room too. <laughs> it does go crazy. It does. His reaction really fucking killed me. He's like Well, I'm not gonna spoil it. Just you just go watch it. Really Yaman. I, I don't know, man. Yamanashi's like one of my favorite directors, done, ironically. <laughs> I really love his stuff, man. it's weird stuff. Like what man. I've seen of it, Red Room, Red Room Two, yeah. Mizani, Girl Hell. I watched a bit of Kyoko versus Yuki. Wasn't wasn't like it didn't grab me. Night. No, it's for another day. Yeah, exactly. Um I I don't know. I just <laughs> I like all those movies a lot. Yeah. Like Red Room was like my inter- like one of my introductions into like really filthy Japanese films. Oh my god. Bantu, honestly. Yeah. Besides, like, some of the some stuff you hear about. Oh, well, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like oh, anyway, I ain't ever going to watch that. Before I watch, like, Muzani and, like, the Intrail films, yeah. you know. But anyways, <laughs> Spooky's yeah. question is, this episode's subject reminded me of how I sold my copy of the limited three-disc edition of the first American guinea pig film. Oh, no. Do you have any films you regret selling? I've never sold anything. I haven't either, actually. No. I thought about it, but at the same time, I was like, I don't. Uh, I sit there and look at the *Doggystyle* Underground Blu-ray all the time, and just think about the money I could get out of it. Oh, I'll, I'll pay. I'll pay you for that. You gonna pay me seventy bucks for it? Let me. Let me get. <laughs> pay, let, me get let me get paychecks, in, Okay. I don't know. I probably wouldn't sell it. I know because it's part of the collection. And that, that completes your uh, your toe tag collection. Yeah, I don't have all the editions of everything they've put out, but I have no. every movie they've ever released, which is uh, nowadays is. Fucking crazy. I have Underground, Mortem, Penance, the Blu-ray set, the big edition of and Tower that I got yeah. for a dollar. Yeah, 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 you were the one who got it for a dollar. Yep. Which is insane. I know. I have, uh, Salatarsica, Murder Collection, Maskhead, I Am No One, um, Crossbearer, and, uh, Deadwood Park. I was also, uh... Oh, early. and, uh... Oh, shit. Army Lust, is that the name yes. of that short film collection? Um, man, it's, it's crazy. Like, all that stuff, like, you just buy it and it's like, oh, it's the underground. And now it's worth, like, fuck it. It's really money. money. Um, I figured out what Final Flesh is, by the way. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we went into Orbit DVD and there was a DVD for, like, $149. And it was called Final Flesh. Okay. Uh, Unboxed Washington Reviews did it. Okay. It looked like absolute shit. <laughs> like, it looked really bad. Okay. So, like, why that movie's so valuable, I don't know. I had to look into it. It looked like a Euseppe Andrews movie. Like, it wasn't Yuseppe Andrews, <laughs> but it looked like a Yuseppe Andrews movie. <laughs> I actually want his movies. <laughs> 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 Understandable? Because it just looks so weird. My, th- I don't have any regrets selling anything, but I do have regrets, like, when I was first into the underground cinema stuff. Like, back in the day, of the Sick Twisted Fucks community on YouTube. Yeah. You know, like, like your Sculpting Fragments, your 81 Oak Ridges, your Ganky Slaves. Yeah. Mr. Ramon 420. That era yeah. of stuff. Not picking up stuff like Begotten mm-hmm. when I could have yeah. for cheaper, although I did finally get it. Yeah. Or, like, Vost and O'Shea. Um, That's your, like, White Whale on it. Right White yeah. Re- Well Whale, right? White Whale, well, no. yeah. Or, like, even the, I know Arrow now put out mm-hmm. the Beast, but that Beast DVD, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I've talked in here a little bit about book book collecting, there was a book I really really wanted, um, but I didn't pull the trigger and I really fucked up. It was a uh, uh, Savage Messiah, yeah, about the Ant Hill Kids, and I almost bought it. it at the time, it was like thirty bucks. I was like, "That's a lot for a book," mm-hmm. so I was like, "All right, I'm gonna wait." I shouldn't have waited because yeah. it skyrocketed into like hundreds of dollars worth. It's worth like hundreds of dollars now. Probably one of the bigger ones for me, even though I don't even know if the movie's good. Yeah. I think it's called Red, White, and Blue. I've heard of this. Not the one you're thinking of. Oh, no? Not the one about the guy that has AIDS. Okay. This was uh, directed by Andy Kopp. Okay. Who was a independent filmmaker who uh, unfortunately took his own life. Oh. And now there's just no way to get that movie. Fuck. It's just <laughs> gone. And like, I don't know if it's any good, but it was a movie that I always looked at. It was like a rape revenge film. Mm. Andy Kopp was an interesting filmmaker, so I really wanted to check it out. Like, it kind of ran with like Van Beber and them. Okay, but it's I mean, just gone now. I mean, it's possible that someone could release it at some point. Maybe. It's possible, you know. <laughs> you have to get the rights somehow. But there's so many things like <clears throat> that, like that original Tumbling Doll Flesh DVD yeah. that was circulating that people could you could get pretty readily at one point. Yeah, like everybody had it, you know. Yeah, the the first release, the only release I can think of, of a a legal release of Muzani that has English subtitles. Oh, wow. It's like a French release.
1: Fuck. Um, I saw
0: all these things going on, or like the real limited edition, even though he's a bit of a controversial topic nowadays, mm -hmm. Lucifer Valentine. Yeah. The, like, hand-drawn covers. Like, um, I could have got all that stuff. I just didn't pull the trigger on it because I didn't have that much money. Now, which it did, cause I did, because I could be sitting on a damn fortune. <laughs> <you know? laughs> Especially Loser Valentine stuff, I could let that go easily, you know. Well, yeah, um, those things are worth like four hundred, not four hundred, like two hundred bucks a piece now. I mean, my white wi- one, yeah, it's crazy. Um, my white, my white well right now is uh, Dogs Underground Trilogy. To own those is. I keep seeing people get them. You keep an eye out there for them. Yeah. Because on that uh, Disturbing movie subreddit, yeah. I constantly see people like, got them on eBay for a decent price. What? Yeah. I reckon God. they just pop up every once in a while. I mean, de- by decent, they're meaning like $30, $40 a piece. Well, that's way better than the like... 50 60 70 they normally go 50, for. 50 60 What are you talking about? I saw a a copy of uh, Mortem go for $500. Those snuff editions are real. But they were valuable back then. Yeah. So like, now they're really valuable. Yeah, which even, I, think the only, I think the only difference is covers, to be honest no, with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know, you can't even get the maggot edition anymore. It's yeah. not sight no more. I know uh, Amanda, um, the, a friend of ours. Friend, yeah. Got friend. And family member, of course. Uh, she has a hammer yeah. signed by Fred Vogel, by Fred, which yeah. is fucking rare. Yeah, it's really cool. I don't know if he sells those anymore. No. He does cons. Yeah. I wonder what he does at cons now. Like, does he sell the tow tag stuff? Uh, I don't know if anyone... Uh, listening knows Yeah if you're at right, Sydney Wasteland Let us know Because If he does I may have to just Fucking drive up there <laughs> Drive up to Ohio Just to get those August Underground films Look I tried messaging him Messaging <laughs> him on Facebook Being like Hey You know I I, I want those movies And essentially being like I was, I was way nicer about it Than that but And he didn't Say anything back so He may not have messenger No he may not Just cause you have Facebook Don't mean you got messenger No Messenger kind of sucks, but yeah, because when we got hold of him, it was through uh uh, Jason, Uh, yeah, and it was emails. He's not the easiest person to get to, for say, yeah, because he does, uh, he keeps his circle pretty close, close. yeah. Yeah. Nice guy, oh, super nice nice guy, guy. and of course, the final interview, like I want to pick that up too eventually because once it's gone, it's gonna be gone, oh, yeah. Freaking uh, another one for me was uh, murder, murder set pieces. Yeah. I wish I grabbed that uncut DVD. <laughs> yeah, man. I just, I'd just i seen the cut version was like, that sucked. The only thing you're going to add to it is gore. Gore. But now, just for the collecting aspect yeah. of it, I wish I had it, you know? Like, I accidentally own some stuff that's kind of like out of print now. I do, too. Like, I own, like, Tokyo Psycho, mm-hmm. which I saw in King of the Witches' Sot. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. It's, a, it's not very good. But, but also be aware, like, if something's out of print, it doesn't mean it's valuable. No. <laughs> no. It does not. Um. Just looking around right now. Yeah, but I, I've never sold anything really, other than yeah. like shitty films in my collection. I don't give a shit about. And I send them to a fucking used bookstore. Yeah, <laughs> the, I've only gotten rid of like a couple of things because I'm a hoarder too. I trimmed my collection down quite a bit you did. over the summer. You did, yeah, Um, but it was nothing. Nothing like expensive. No, it was just bullshit that I was never going to watch again. I also know you have the uh, Vomit Vomicord trilogy set, I do have the Vomicor trilogy that goes for a little bit now too. Yeah. Like I said, I wish I had those fucking drawn like it, covers. It, it was like it came in like we saw it. It came in like a clamshell. Yeah. And it was a hand drawn with like a it had that fucking like weird seal of valentine seal. Yeah. It was crazy to see out in the open. Yeah. And also Orbit had the I had August Underground Mortem. Mortem and it's I was the like, Snuff Edition. Yeah, I was like, fuck. Yep. 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 Which I know you you tell me. Like I was like I, I remember telling you while we were up there, I was like, Man, if I had the money right now I'd just buy it. Yeah. And you're like, you don't even wanna know how much I bought it for back in the day. <laughs> I probably got it on sale though. I was like, yeah, you probably got it for like fifteen. Ten bucks, maybe. Yeah. 10, 15 bucks. And I was like, fuck. Like man. I know for a fact I got like pre ordered murder collection volume one for like fifteen. Fuck, man. The Blu ray set, I think it was twenty five thirty. Like 30 oh, his other movies go for a decent to the, okay price. The August Underground's are the big ones. Yeah. Redson sells decently. Yeah. Which I actually do own that. Yeah, yeah. You gave it to me. Thank yeah. you. I'll tell you, I'll tell you all <laughs> a little story real quick before we move on. Okay. It was Black Friday mm-hmm. many moons ago when they first released the massive Sin Tower set. Yeah. Set. And they were doing this sale where like one copy only costed a dollar. Yeah. Five copies costed five well, for five dollars. Yeah. Not not you get five copies, but like there was five copies of the movie five dollars each. Yeah. And so on until it got to the regular price. And uh, I'm refreshing that page, refreshing that page, and it pops up, I hit it, and sure enough, I get it in my car and check out, and I got that, what was it, like five disc? Yeah. and Tower Edition for $1. Insane. Yeah. So that's one of my pride and joys, because it's like, fuck, like, it's such a great edition of a great movie. Yeah, you also have the original Crossbearer, too. I do have the original Crossbearer. That comes with, like, the dollar stuff. The dollar. And stuff. The sign dollar. Which I know, again, Amanda has the... Uh, what was the... Desecrated. Yeah. Which is pretty wild. Yeah. So. Oh. Yeah. Good shit. Thank you, Spooky. Collecting's Collecting is a problem. Oh, it's a problem. Like, my bookshelf, I have so many books on this shelf right now that the top of it is starting to bend. Yeah, right? It's bad. Next up, we got Don Gets Chroma. Don asks, what are your thoughts on Sam Hell and his films? Okay. I just picked up a copy of I Cut Your Flesh, and I thought it was awesome. Just curious about each of your guys' opinions. Also wondering if you guys watched Dune yet. What did you think of it if you've seen it? If not, do you plan on seeing it? Thanks again, guys. Looking forward to the podcast, as I got all four movies on DVD, and they were a blast to watch. Um, I'm probably not going to watch Dune, going to be honest with you. I'm just not familiar enough with the subject matter. Yeah, Sci-fi is not really my genre. I like... I do like sci-fi, but I like it more than the dystopian, yeah, I agree. stuff. I agree. But yeah, Dune is a series that I have not really kept up with. It is fascinating though, because it has such a following that I do like. What is it all about? You know. Yeah, that's kind of how it was about a uh, wow. hot take here. But that's how it was about Star Wars. And then I watched Star Wars, and I did not like it. Yeah, I agree. I don't love Star Wars. I thought it was alright. Yeah, I they're, guess. Fine. they're fun. Yeah. But, you know, um, yeah, when it comes to the Dune and stuff like that, like, there's just so many books in that series, yeah. too. To read all of those would take forever. Yeah. I mean, I'm interested, but I don't know if I'm interested enough to seek it out. Yeah. If I'm ever, like, at somewhere and someone's like, hey, you watch to Dune? I'm like, yeah, sure. I'm not going to be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah. Uh, um, Sam Hell, Yeah. I mean, I first of all, I agree 100%. I recently also picked up I Cut Your Flesh. Yeah. And loved it. thought it was great. Uh, I have not watched it all the way through yet. I... I came in at the tail end of when you were finishing it up. Yeah. But um yeah, I wanna watch that also. i w I've watched you know, Love Dump, Love Dump. Vania and uh Blue Android. Blue Android. The the thing the when I Sam Hell, when I like his movies is when he's actually like telling a story. Yeah. He has some like just pure fetish stuff. Yes. That I don't care for. Yeah. Um I'm trying to think of one an example of one of those. Something like uh was it exploration of sin? Yeah, or um, the one that's kind of like Lady in the Sea of Blood. Mm. I, don't I can't think of it. Anyways, um, those I don't really care for. But like here recently, like uh, I didn't love Sacred. Uh, was Sacred? Uh, was it Sacred uh, S- S- Rides of Jasmine? Yeah, I thought it was good, but I really loved uh, Flesh Eater X. Yeah, I thought that was like up there with like Love Dump and I Cut Your Flesh. Again, I thought Vania was really cool. I've not seen Vania yet. It's just like, it's a very interesting take on vampirism. Green Hell is yeah. really good. Blue Android is really good. Mm-hmm. Love Dump is fucking great. Oh, yeah. And Flesh Eater X is not a remake of Love Dump, but it's a spiritual successor to Love yeah. Dump. Which I know at one point he said uh, one of his biggest regrets was not making Love Dump a feature. Yeah. So I guess this was kind of his like attempt at making it sort of a feature. Yeah, and I'm really looking forward to was it let let's let's go to the morgue. Yeah, I mm-hmm. think it's gonna be really good. Anytime he like teases something, I new, hate that his Kickstarter didn't, or not his Kickstarter, but his GoFundMe didn't get. It, it it's got more money as it's going along. But it looks like not, it got about to ten. Yeah, which is still not it's still bad good, but it, I always hate when all those campaigns don't get yeah. where they need to get. Because these people are trying, man. Like to this yeah. day, when the when you talk about regrets. It's not my fault, because I, I, I donated, Yeah, was uh, Marcus Cook trying to get 100 Tears 2 off the ground. Yeah. And it didn't even come close to its goal. It sucks. Yeah, because it's like, damn, man. Like, it's such a good movie. <laughs> I fucking love Marcus Cook. He's great. I fucking love Marcus Cook, too. And he shows up a lot in this fucking episode. He way. does, yeah. <laughs> and speaking of him, we're talking about Toe Tag as well. Yeah, Toe Tag shows up Cruise. his roof. Jeremy Cruz, the god. Yeah. The, okay. And Song of Solomon... Jeremy Cruz and Marcus Cook team up together. So yeah, that's like Hogan and the Macho Man. Yeah, that's was I to say like the fucking handshake, the power, pa- yeah. the, the mega powers. Yeah, <laughs> but but yeah, like I, I anyway. Back to the you know question. Sam Hell stuff is very intriguing. He's a very intriguing filmmaker. It's like the first, well, not the first time, but it's it's a. Very much an American take on the Japanese fetish stuff. It is, yeah. And it's very, very interesting. Yeah. He's kind of gotten away from that a little bit with some of his later stuff. Well, yeah, let's go to the Morgan's not fetish at all. And Flesh Eater X is... Ugh, puked my mouth a little bit. Oh. <laughs> Flesh Eater X is more of like a like a roughie. Yeah, I know Green Hell's like that, too. Yeah. But like but like um, Blue Android in particular is very Japanese fetishes, Yeah, you know. I actually loved Blue Android. Yeah, that too. I thought it was really cool. Um, and, yeah, when you get the chance, you need to watch Vania. I need to watch it. I have Vania. Yeah. That's how I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, Sam Hill's awesome, man. Mm. Hopefully one day we can get him on the show. Yeah. I know he's a busy man. Uh, yeah. He's a very busy man. He's constantly doing new stuff. But he's, he's a fascinating filmmaker, and I love that he's, like, kind of... he's not, Blow it up is hard to say, because it's like he's blown up in the underground. Yeah. He's, he's known in the underground. Which he deserves it, you know? It's like I see his name pop up so much too. Like we like the Severing Movies subreddit. People are like, "What are your opinions on Sam Hale?" Sam Hale, yeah, Broke House. And I feel like we've gotten questions about Sam Hale quite a bit actually too. And that's awesome. Keep yeah, it, you know, um, keep his name out there. Oh yeah, Because he deserves it. And if, if if you got the funds, go donate to his yeah his uh, go was it GoFundMe? Uh, I think it was a GoFundMe. See that Kickstarter? I, see, I think Kickstarter. If you do a Kickstarter, if you don't make your goal, you don't get the money. Where mm. GoFundMe, if you don't make your goal, you still get the money that was donated. <laughs> kind of sucks. If you don't you don't get the money. Yeah, that'd be some bullshit. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. those people wanted to see it, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, go 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 donate if you can. Yeah, I think it's coming close to the end though. Yeah. So by the time this is out, it may be over. I don't know. Mm. He's not gonna hit the goal. It don't look like. But but movie's still coming because he's using, yeah he's using that to do the pr- the post production stuff like, yeah. You know, get the edit done and the DVDs and the covers yeah. and all that jazz. And he's wanting to do like a full release of it. Yeah, which I I, I I donated to it and Thrust. Yeah. So. Yeah. Cool shit. Go support the underground. Support it. Thank you, Don. Check out more Sam Hill stuff. I think you'll like it, especially oh, yeah. if you like I Cut Your Flesh. Yeah. Um. Next up is the People's Mikey. People's Mikey. He says, "Howdy, my dudes." Seeing that this Saturday, uh, this Sunday is Halloween, I was wondering what were some of your favorite costumes you guys have dressed up as. <laughs> also, seeing that this week see well, this week is the season finale of Dark Side of the Ring, Ooh. what stories uh, I can't read. What stories you guys would like the creators to do? You guys take care. Glad to see we're getting two episodes this week. Enjoy Halloween. on is real. People are fake. Cheers. Hell yeah. Agreed. People's money. <laughs> um, yeah, Dark Side of the Ring, I don't know if they're going to come back. <laughs> Man, Like this <laughs> season has been so controversial yeah. and like, so, like I don't know, it seems like a shitstorm has come out of yeah. it. I don't know. I hope this is season four, because I oh, love yeah. Dark Side of the Ring. However, I will say, I think this season has been my least favorite season so far. Yeah. Not due to the quality, I just think that they've tried to d- condense too big of stories into small episodes. Yeah. Like Luna Vashad, or even like FMW, Even though yeah. that, was, that was one of my favorite episodes. Hmm. Um, but like the Pillman The Canyon episode Was great Oh yeah Johnny Canine was awesome Um, I thought the XPW episode Was wild It was wild That's another one That's so big Yeah there's They left out stuff too like They didn't even get Into like the day to day Operations of what it was Like working at XPW. Yeah Which into know? wild anyway Exactly
1: mm-hmm.
0: But uh This is more your Cause I know you've made Like a big list at one point Of topics that you Oh were. my god Well th- wrestling is so fucky <laughs> It is so fucky man Duke the Dubs were Drosey. Yeah, that's uh, that's one. Um, you could, you could do an entire episode on JBL. The uh, the Ring Boy scandal. Ring Boy that would get him in so much. Oh hate. man, dude, yeah, to go after Patterson. Oh my God. Oh, again, Patterson did some fucked up shit. He did, man. I mean, if you want to go after McMahon, there's the whole thing with him allegedly like sexually assaulting people, assaulting a uh, referee. Mm-hmm. Um there's all kinds of stuff like WCW, ECW stuff, all the that WCW, stuff. The uh, WCW racism lawsuit? You, they would not be able to get away with that. You don't think so? No, because right. there are a lot of people they they work with who are involved with that. But they could they could get them back to counterpoint. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, because Dark Side of the Ring is usually pretty fair. Well, the thing is, like, it feels like almost every day there's something that comes out about wrestlers, and you're like, fuck, yeah. Like, I know they touched on it, but I would love the whole episode on, uh, what was the guy's name? Uh, Ricky... Ricky Dozen? Ricky Dozen. Yeah, I would love to see a whole episode Ricky Dozen. Yeah. That's that thought, story's crazy. Yeah. Um, like, there's all kinds of stuff. Like, what was the guy that killed two guys in the ring? Oh, uh, the heart punch dude? Ox Baker? Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, it would be interesting. We'll find out if it's real or not. Yeah. Because that's always the thing. Like, did he actually stop two people's heart in the ring? Uh, there's Kurt Hennig. Kurt Hennig would be a great episode. Uh, Rick Rude. Rick Rude. Cause Rick Rude is the only person to show up on ECW, WCW, and WWE within a week. The concussion tri- uh, The concussion lawsuit would be interesting. That went nowhere, by the way. It didn't, but, you know. I mean, it should have. It should have, yeah. Hogan. Hogan. You could do a fucking series on Hogan. Like a three-part episode on Hulk Hogan. Dude. Fuck. Um... There's a, I think there's all kinds of shit. Yeah. Ra- wrestling, the, the dark side of wrestling never ends. It never ends. There's also that, that luchador that killed people. Uh, Juana Barraza. Yeah. He Juana, was, Juana, Juana, she? She. Was a serial killer, basically. Yeah, killed elderly people. Yeah. Uh Guaj Jr. Yeah. Although, to do that episode, you would need Rey and Rey's in the WWE. Yeah. Um, The whole speaking out stuff. Speaking out. Was brutal. Uh. What would be a really cool episode, but in a not negative way? Yeah, would be Shad Gaspar. Shad Gaspar. Yeah, you know, because it's a tragic ending, but it's actually a really uh, it's a uplifting, heroic, story. heroic story. Yeah, but it still is darker than the day. Yeah, it's still sad. And it's crazy because, like, you know, you talk about Shad Gaspar. I had I had the opportunity to kind of work with him a little bit. Yeah, you know, work on his documentary. I didn't get to like sit down and talk to him. Yeah, but I definitely interacted with him quite a bit. Yeah, um, and wonderful man, really wonderful man. Yeah. Uh, I got to meet him mm-hmm. and to, to talk to him a little bit. Um, I mean, He's such a, he's such an inspirational story, man. He really is. And then he's just gone. Yeah. You could do the whole, uh, you could do Danny Havoc. Danny Havoc. Well, I don't, know, I don't, I don't think they're... they'll ever do death matches again. Yeah. <laughs> that was the lowest rated episodes all season long. You could do CZW as a whole. Woo! You could um, do two parts on CZW. Hanakamura. Hanakamura. Yeah. Brody. Yeah. Brody Lee. Birdie Lee. Yeah, this is so much, man. That all happened last year. (laughs) Yeah, that all happened last year. Danny, Hannah, Chad. Speaking out. Speaking out all happened last year. Fucking horrific stuff coming out (laughs) and speaking out. Surprises Razzlin survived, to be honest with you. I mean, honestly, when you think about it, it probably shouldn't have. (laughs) It was rough. There was a lot of people who were like, you're like, oh, that person's cool, and then you hear these stories, you're like, Uh what the fuck? Yeah, like, you know, the... Voldemort of wrestling, Joey Ryan, <laughs> the Voldemort. <laughs> I'll fucking love you calling Voldemort. <laughs> he who shall not be named, Joey Ryan. Yeah, know, that's another guy I had interactions with. Yeah, I didn't have very positive interactions with Joey. I Ryan. didn't either. <laughs> Every time I ever met that guy, he was kind of a dick. He's he, that, and he was fucking weird. Yeah. So, like, I'm not just saying that in retrospect. Like when I when I met him, and I haven't unfortunately I have an autograph from him that I should burn, but. I was like, oh, you know, it's nice to meet you and whatnot. And he just like, yeah, yeah, and signed it. And I was like, well, I was working on the documentary. And like, we went up to him to like be like, hey, you know, work on the documentary. We don't, we don't take much of your time. Just a few words. Yeah. And he was basically just like, nah, pretty much. Even though I'm like working for the guy that he's working for, and yeah. Quote unquote, was friends with up until you know, yeah. All and that they shit. came out about him. <laughs> he really is the Voldemort because no one mentions his no, name. nobody will even say his name. He's a fucking tulpa. <laughs> you mention his name, and he just starts coming back. You tried to run a show in Knoxville. Yeah, like that was it, funny as fuck. I remember, I remember you, you were like, you woke me up and told me about it. You're like, yeah, there's a show happening, it's supposed to be happening in Knoxville, but why don't you to look at the corner here? It was like, yeah, like Brian Cage yeah. and like Carlito and some big fucking cool names. Yeah. And then, like, right in the very corner, the smallest picture possible is Joey Ross. Why would you even put yourself on the poster? Because you're a fucking moron. God, oh my, it was funny. He shouldn't even put himself on the poster. Or he should not even announce he was doing it. No. Fucking for like idiot. what was it like for like women's like a women's charity. Yeah. God damn. Anyways, the first half of people Mikey's uh question. Yeah, sorry. Memorable Halloween costumes. <laughs> I have a vehement hatred for a movie because of a Halloween costume. Oh god. All right. This we're talking like first Here grade. Maybe kindergarten. <laughs> I had this badass skeleton costume. Right. Oh God. I actually dressed like skeleton a lot. That was like my go to costume. Yeah. But it was an awesome skeleton costume. It had like this like like the mask like you like it was almost like a prosthetic. Yeah. Like you could like you put it on your chin and like you could open your mouth. Yeah. And I'm not saying I should have won. I'm not okay. saying I should have won this costume contest. The reason why I'm laughing because I know it's what the fucking it happened. It, it, to this day, you hate this one movie because of it. It's I'm so not hilarious. saying I should have won. My costume was badass, but there was a lot of badass costumes. There was some cool Power Ranger costumes, right? This motherfucker comes waddling out on stage in a goddamn ET costume. The fucking head falls off. Hits the goddamn dirt. They pick it up, put it back on. First fucking place. <laughs> Kidding me. <laughs> Fuck E.T. He pulled one Shockmaster. He did. <laughs> or she. I can't remember. It was a long time ago. I was a child. The head fell off. They like leaned forward and the head was like poof. <laughs> <laughs> and they won because they felt bad for them. <laughs> there was no prize. No. But I, I was like, look at my costume. I can open my mouth. Oh my god. Oh, my fucking head hurts. That phew, forever I'll hate E.T. because of oh that. Oh my it's so fucking funny. <laughs> I remember you told me that many moons ago, and I was like, you hate E.T. because of that one movie. I hate E.T. because of that movie. <sighs> that head falling off. Oh my I'll god. I'll never forget it. I got closed my eyes and I could see it. <laughs> walking up the stairs goes to like gives the first one, kinda leans over, poof, head hits the dirt. Oh my. Uh, uh, puts it back on. Uh, it claps. Claps. Fucking <laughs> tar. <laughs> I'm just mumbling at this point. I can't even form words. <sighs> Man, that's that's funny. <laughs> uh Halloween costumes. Um I, I wanna ask people, Mike, you bring up Bad Mirror <laughs> <laughs> Also just just out a spot for uh, spooky celluloid. I grew I dressed up as Ghostface yeah, many, times. many times. That was like a go to costume. It was easy. It was. was the mask is everywhere. Yeah, I, I want one right now actually. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I don't know what the fuck it's at actually. Right, it's I don't a, think about I it. Think it's the chair over here. Okay. It's those hard plastic ones though. Yeah, I don't like them as much as like the as the rubber ones. Yeah, like uh, whatever. Um, I don't hate Scream like Spooky does. I don't love it though. Oh. <laughs> I like Scream. Um, These will come for you now. I know. <laughs> I'm sorry. I like Scream Spooky. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I'm trying to get more howling costumes. I know you went as Sully. Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, and it was like so hot you and Marcus were dying because he we was. We had heat strokes. He was Mike Mugowski. <laughs> he was Mike Mugowski. <laughs> Yours was like this big blue fur thing. Yeah, I was, and you're <laughs> just sweating. I was melting <laughs> in it, dude. <laughs> oh, God. I dressed up as the Headless Horseman one year. That one was cool. Yeah. Only because I didn't have a fucking pumpkin. I was upset about it. <laughs> you went as the guy from, uh, was it uh, Storage Wars? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the guy's like, yep. Hey, yep. Oh, uh, uh, God. I did uh, I did The Crow, of course. Yeah. One time. Just did Otis. Did Otis. What did I do? I did a black metal singer. Mm hmm. Which I thought the makeup came out really good. It's pe- like, he honestly looked crazy when you uh, put, uh, like, try to wash it off and it was, like, all, like, smearing. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of look like gall. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah, but it was your profile picture for a while. It was, yeah. Um that's the guy from uh spookies that gets drained by the spider. <laughs> <laughs> you talk about changing it to Christopher Rage. Yeah. <laughs> Good friend. friend. Um I had one year okay, so it, it's weird <laughs> because like there's never an episode of Goosebumps with a skeleton thing. Yeah. But there was a skeleton with a purple mohawk. It was like the mascot. That yeah. became the mascot of Goosebumps. I had that costume. Yeah. And uh, getting people's mic, you bring up bad memories. (laughs) And uh, I was I was stoked on it because I loved goosebumps. Oh yeah, like so we're trick or treating my aunt's neighborhood, and I'm just stoked. I'm like, look at me, look how cool I look. And then I forgot there was this massive drop off. (laughs) So I I misstep, and I just fucking flew down this like (laughs) this is fucking. Canyon. I don't know how else to describe it. It was, it was a huge hill. And I just eat shit all the way down. I tear the crotch out of my costume. <laughs> oh, my God. My mask has got dirt and grass all over it. My candy's everywhere. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> this is a hacky episode. Oh, my God. I laughed so hard. my fucking. I don't know. If this might be bad. My arm went numb. <laughs> I laughed so hard. My arm went numb. <laughs> Oh so that was God! Another, that was another memorable costume. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to a lot of the costumes I did. I, I did really Michael remember. Myers one year. I did too. Yeah, and I just walked around <clears> this throat> neighborhood. Throat> I went. I was too old to trick or treat, but I yeah. was walking around just me and my friend. Like he had a boombox. Yeah, yeah, Sadie of the we out and I just walked around the. <laughs> He was like Hiding a ditch And I didn't do anything Like I was trying to scare Like I wasn't even trying to scare I don't know what we were doing We were so stupid Like I wasn't like Trying to scare people I was just walking down the street And he was like Jumping in a ditch And hit play On the boom box <laughs> I walked down the street What the fuck <coughs> We got the cops called on us <laughs> You never told me that We <laughs> yeah, got the cops on us We had to like hide Oh my god Oh uh, What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, you have some fucking great Halloween stories. (laughs) Oh fuck! Uh. (laughs) Uh. Oh my god, it's so weird, man. I'll never forget that. Cause like, we weren't even like pranking people or anything. I literally was just like, I don't know what we were thinking, like what the what the the end goal was, but (laughs) we thought it was fun for some reason. Oh my god, there's so much hacking on this. Ugh. Yeah, this is a <sighs> mucusy episode. I'm sorry, guys. Oh. I'm mucus-filled. Fuck, dude. Oh I think god. we can move on. <laughs> yeah, that was, I, I don't even got anything else to compare with that. Except for <laughs> I wore a Ghostface costume. He <laughs> gets my ass boogie, I like ice <laughs> cream. <laughs> Thank you, People's Mikey. We always <laughs> appreciate you. And last up is Man Bites Dog 1111. Hell yeah only makes sense for someone with uh, Man Bites Dog as their uh, their name yeah. Yeah, to comment. Uh, they ask, hey guys, are you able to eat while watching fucked up and gross movies? <laughs> or do you have to take breaks slash wait till the movie is over? What is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten while watching disturbing movies? Okay. What a question. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, I know you can, for the most part. For the most part. When it's gross stuff, I know you can't, but... Gross stuff? Uh... Uh, it kind of depends. Yeah. Here recently, I can't. Uh, just watching, unboxed, watching reviews. Yeah. If he's reviewing something really gross and I'm eating, I start to feel a little weird. Yeah. Like, even, like, certain movies, like, I can't eat and, like, watch movies like The Flaw. Yeah. Because it makes me feel, ugh. I don't remember what we were watching. I watched something recently I tried to eat, and I fucking almost gagged. I don't know. Uh. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> I've never tried to eat while watching like something like, I don't know, Goose Milk or something no. like that, so I don't know how it bothered bother me. <sighs> I can imagine trying to do that. But like regular, like especially if it's just effects and it's not real shit, yeah. it doesn't bother me too bad. Well, I tried to eat uh, cheese slices as a meme for the <laughs> show, and I nearly died. I literally f- felt like I was going to die watching Strom. My stomach started hurting. <laughs> I was like, I'm not going to make it through this movie. Is that the weirdest thing you've ever <clears throat> watched? Something fucked up? Uh, probably. That's American cheese sauce? <laughs> it's just cheese slices. <laughs> <Bill> Velveeta Singles. It wasn't Velveeta Singles. <laughs> it was it's, like... When it was he, like IGA he brand. Been, it went in craft. <laughs> <laughs> this is like Great Value Cheese Singles. <laughs> not in that good shit. No, dude. <sighs> not around here. I don't know. I don't know. Like, I remember for a while, I would not try to eat stuff when I was watching some of these movies. When I first got into this stuff, I was like, I know I can't. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm trying to think what was the weirdest <clears throat> thing. That's probably the weirdest thing you've ever watched. A oh yeah, movie. it's not a disturbing movie. But The first time I ever watched uh, Day of the Dead, I had spaghetti. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, it kind of works. Yeah, I wasn't planning it. It's just what we had. Yeah. Um, I don't eat a lot while watching movies. I'll be honest with mm-hmm. you. Not because it's like oh I can, just because I just it's never the way it works out. Because I usually watch movies real late at night. Yeah. So you know, um, <laughs> occasionally I will. Eat something and watch stuff. Like especially if like I if I'm in a rush to try to watch something. I'm like, okay, I gotta get food and watch the movie. I like I, I there was a couple of scenes during uh Song of Solomon by the way that was like if I eat while watching this I probably would have gagged. Really? Yeah. <laughs> funny. Funny funny <laughs> joke. Yeah, sorry to kinda of disappoint. That's a great question though, but I can't yeah. think of if there's anything real weird I've eaten while watching something disturbing. I mean No, not really. No. Um Someone yeah. one time I can't remember who it was But suggested that for Thanksgiving You should only watch Cannibal movies Yeah So like you just like Eating your ham and turkey And <laughs> yeah, yeah. Watch cannibal movies <clears throat> I watched Cannibal Holocaust And ate something I would've puke. Really? Dude The turtle The turtle never bothered me that bad The thing that bothered me the worst Was in Cannibal Ferox Oh god the bugs Yeah when they're eating the grubs Ugh. That always bothered me way worse Gross Who's trying to call me? I don't know you <laughs> I don't know you Um yeah, thank you, man. By dog. Sorry, mm. the answer wasn't as as uh, as good as I wish yeah. it would, because it's such a great question. But um, I just yeah. don't think there's anything. I don't have anything. Yeah, uh, there's not really nothing too memorable. <clears throat> no, other than when I ate a bowl of spaghetti while watching dog Day of the Day for the first time. <laughs> I was kind of like ooh. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> I what we were watching recently, it was like not even like it was not an extreme movie by any means. I was trying to eat something and I about gagged. Because I just, there's just the idea of it. I was like, mm. I don't know. I don't remember. Yeah. It was something. <laughs> something. It was something. <laughs> We've watched so many movies this year yeah, already. I know. But, uh, yes, thank you, Man Bites Dog, and everybody who sent us questions. Yes. If you would like to join them, join them. You can do so by either emailing us at sickoncinema at gmail.com, or wait to the week of the episode, and we'll post a lovely little graphic that says we are taking questions, and you can ask in the comments below, questions, comments, Mm -hmm. and or concerns. Yeah. Yes. There we go. We're going to take a brief hiatus. Yes. To refuel some waters. Yeah, some drinks. Clear my throat out a little bit, and uh, we'll be back to talk about the American guinea pig films. Woo. All four of them. All four. Them. All four. Happy so, Halloween. Happy Halloween. Fuckers. <laughs> Fuckers. We'll be right back. I'm Poltergeist and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked D's and A's freaks. free. Take a peek, take a key. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies. 12 bodies, mother, pray for me. I might go psycho occasionally. One body, too many, pray for me because we all go
1: ever yeah, just raptor, 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 chapter, raptor, chapter <laughs> massacre!
0: Make the Ripper look like an amateur ambassador of the Slashers! Michael. Lord of the dead, lord of the dead, you can wake up in their covenants bed. This is the hour for mourning and dread, drain all the blood that was stored in his head. All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread, won't protect you on your bed. Nothing will from Pumpkinhead. <laughs> dream baby this ain't Halloween baby i on the scene this is what we call a scream, baby subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD fucked <laughs> when we are back <laughs> <laughs> so um we were talking the American guinea pig franchise yes and as of this <clears throat> recording there seems to be a fifth one in the works yes so that's pretty exciting whew god I'm snotty yeah you're fucked up I'm all fucked up. <laughs> Mom. Mom. So, about t- 2013, I would say. Yeah. Because the first movie came out in 2014. Yeah. A trailer was released and an announcement was made that Stephen Byron and Unearthed Films were not remaking, but rebooting the Guinea Pig franchise and putting it into an American setting. Yeah. Creating <clears throat> the American Guinea Pig franchise. Which, when I first saw the trailer for Bouquet of Guts and Gore, I remember being like, holy shit. Yeah. This looks insane. Do, uh, can, can I do a brief uh, little uh, sidebar here? I was trying to come up with stuff for the poster for this week. Man, every time I such an American guinea pig, a fucking real guinea pig showed up. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, you know, so if you're not familiar with the guinea pig franchise, it was a series of Japanese films from the... Late 80s, early 90s. Yes. That ranged from really fucked up and disturbing to humorous and weird. Yeah, very weird. Um, They gained infamy because Charlie Sheen saw one at a party and thought it was a real snuff film. Yes. Called the FBI. The directors had to prove there was no actual murder. Yeah. Which I believe it was Flowers. It was a flower. Which I don't know how you watch that and be like, that's real. Like the gores are great. Yeah. And pretty realistic. But he's dressed like a samurai. Yeah. And he's talking to the camera. Yeah, and it's shot very cinematically. Yeah, that's what Charlie Sheen. He was on cocaine, you know he was. He's fucked. <laughs> he he was he was doing cocaine and ha- uh, having sex with prostitutes, mm. getting AIDS. <laughs> Does he have AIDS or HIV, <laughs> or is it herpes or hepatitis? <laughs> I don't remember. He's got something. I think he has AIDS. Does he got AIDS? Yeah. He's got tiger's blood. He's okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Winning. Winning. That's an old meme. That's a really old meme. <laughs> So, yeah, you know, and then Stephen Byro announced they're rebooting it. You know, yeah. Bringing it back, bringing the guinea pig films back. And, yes. There was a lot of buzz, a lot of excitement on the other ground. <clears throat> and then ultimately in 2014, Bouquet of Guts and Gore was unleashed unto the world. Yes. Directed by Stephen Byrow, Mm-hmm. the man behind Under the Films himself, which if you do not know this. Yeah. About, what, two years ago? Yeah. Give or take, year, two years? Something like that. We interviewed Stephen Byro. Yes. And, uh,. You go back and listen to that because there's a lot of really interesting stuff in that interview. It was a very good interview. One thing I do remember about all that stuff too was it was a fucking stressful time of me and you all, uh, me and you sloth. Yeah, some <laughs> wild shit. Yeah, you had some shit going on. Um, I know I was trying to get through school, what, uh, well, you know, college stuff while doing the podcast and doing other stuff too. And I was like, fuck. Which let's just get this out of the way. I've always seen I've seen things online about people talking shit about Stephen Byro. Yeah, yeah. That dude is awesome. And I'll tell yeah. you why. Because, like, w- there was a miscommunication about time zones. Yeah. And we called him early. Yeah. Because, like I said, miscommunication time zones. Yeah. He could have been like, oh, what the fuck you doing? He was just like, hang on, what time is it there? Oh, shit, I think I told you the wrong time zone. Give me just a minute and I'll call you all back. Yeah. And was just as nice as could be. Oh, yeah, he was very nice. Though. Like, super fucking cool. Um, so, uh, also, uh, if I am missing from that interview, it's because I have... I had really bad anxiety yeah, at the time, and I'm now medicated, yeah. and I do better about that stuff. But yeah, so... just saying, I was just saying... I just want to get that practice. out there, because I do see people online yeah. kind of talking <laughs> shit about Biro. He, he's a fucking awesome guy. Very nice guy, and I hope he has a speed recovery, because I know he's dealing yeah. with some shit. So, hopefully he gets better. Um, Under films does some great shit, too. They do. They're awesome. Uh, uh, they put out a lot of oddball stuff, too. So, Bouquet of Guts and Gore yeah. is kind of the <clears throat> spiritual successor prequel... Yes. To the Flowers of Flesh and Blood. Yeah. Because if you don't think about Flowers of Flesh and Blood, which is the most infamous of the guinea pig films. Yeah. It was uh Hino, a Hide- manga- Hideshi Hino. Hideshi Hino. Hideshi uh, a manga artist, uh, writer, yeah. who claimed to have seen a real snuff film. Yes. And what he made, Flowers of Flesh and Blood, was his interpretation of what he saw. Yeah. To an extent. Yeah, whether that's true or not, though, is for debate. Still urban legend to this day. Yeah, so very much urban legend. That's what he. That's what Hideshi Hino claims. Yes. So, flat, uh, Bouquet of Guts and Gore is designed to be the snuff film that Hino saw. Yes. So, what we have is two women are abducted. Yeah. By a group of cameramen and an actor. Mm-hmm. all wearing weird fucked up masks yeah one kind of looks like G Ravers the wrestler. yes <laughs> the G Ravers really cool yeah and uh they I mean the plot is they basically systematically mutilate and dismember and kill these two people while they're conscious I am in in a weirdly almost sexual uh, oh yeah fashion. for sure well not weirdly like sort of 100% yeah sexual fashion <laughs> I, I was not I was trying not to be very blunt about it but oh it yeah. is yeah there's a line in this movie oh, that god. I should not have giggled at, but I sure the hell did. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, now you're doing it. I'm hard, but I'm not dribbling. <laughs> yeah, I'm not dripping. And I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> it's, whoo boy. This one is... So probably the biggest thing about this movie is the effects by Marcus Cook. Yeah, which... Which, oh, my God. Yeah, he's a god. He is a god. Marcus Cook, if you are unfamiliar with this man's work... Holy shit. Just go look up a fucking highlight reel of his shit, because it's insane. Uh, I think other films on their Vimeo has a highlight reel. Of Marcus of his Cook's stuff. Effects. Yeah. That's awesome. Go check that out, because the dude is unbelievably good. Yeah. So, basically, he created two full bodies. Yeah. To be destroyed. And and the effects are outstanding. Yeah. Like, it's a complete, like, set piece. Yeah. It's, and, like... <sighs> like, what's... What... what People don't understand. Like I've seen people online. Like, oh, the effects look rubbery. You're a fucking idiot. You're just trying to not like the movie, the effects, because they're 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 low budget, right? Here's what I'm gonna say. Okay, if, for all the people who're like, it looks like rubber. It looks like rubber. Okay. People legit to this day think this movie is part of a legit crime. Yeah, there are scenes from this movie. Yes, that have been uploaded to real gore sites. Yeah, and people have been tricked into believing that it's real. In particular, the leg scene of the yeah. first girl, as he's sawing it. Yeah. That has been uploaded to Gore sites and people thought it was 100% legit. Mm-hmm. And it's not just Marcus Cook's effects, though they are amazing. It's also the way it's filmed. Yeah. It does, like, the uh, it's viral... very realistic. ...viral really knew how to get the camera, to light everything, yeah. and to make sure that, if there's any flaws at all, they're hidden. I mean, motherfucking Takedown Man from YouTube has made this movie into a fucking urban legend. He really has. We'll get to that when we get to the end yeah. of the movie. Um... But yeah, overall what's your thoughts on King? It's hard to talk about a movie like this cuz literally all it is is just them destroying these two women. <laughs> it's a gore set piece. It is. It's a gore hounds dream. It's a it's a showcase of brutality. Yeah. It's a it's a atrocity. <laughs> yeah, cemented to film. Um I do think the the effects are very good. I think some of the acting is a bit mm, some of it's shaky it is. But I, the lead guy, who I believe is the YouTuber ate the chosen one. Yeah. Does a pretty does a good job being intimidating. Yes. When he's delivering lines, I think he's just being Bane mm. from yeah. Dark Knight Rises, and it's like, hey, you know. I think the one camera, the one camera guy is he, he's a bit odd at times. Like I feel like he, the way he delivers certain things is a bit odd, but it's also very haunting the way he delivers it. Yeah. It's Very gross feeling. He, he makes sure that he delivers the most like disgusting lines he yeah. possible. He's the guy who's like, I'm hard, but I'm not dripping. Yeah. Ew. Um, make me hard. <laughs> it, it, this, okay. Um, I, I usually do pretty well with gore and stuff like that. I mean, usually I'm like, oh, that's brutal. There's some stuff in this that will even make hardened, like, gore hounds, like, queasy. Because it's brutal. Degloving. Because it's like, okay, they go to the first girl and just mutilate her. just yeah. dis- Dismember her piece by piece. Yeah. Cut her jaw in half and you're like, damn, that's brutal. Mm. How is it gonna get worse? And then they go to the next girl and it gets fucking worse. Like what they do to her is hate us. The de the de- gloving made me queasy. They skin her. Yeah. <laughs> it's so brutal. It's that like I I of course everyone I think has thing like problems with eyes. Yeah. Which there's some odd stuff in the the razor blade to the eye. Yeah, which is might be a little bit of a I thought it was a shout out to Unchan on a loop. Yeah, yeah, for sure. There's or also maybe the original, original guinea pig, mm-hmm. Devil's Experiment. Yeah. Which has an nice scene. Yeah. There's that. There's stuff with teeth. teeth, um, t- Taking bolt cutters to ribs. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it is, like, like I said, it's a gore hounds dream film. Yeah. Like, if plot, you're like, I don't give a shit about plot. I want to see gore. This is your movie. <laughs> which, I mean, there is a plot. There is a plot, but, like, it is, it's about the gore. Because it, it's, it, like I said, it's a... It is their version of The Flowers of Flesh and Blood. Yeah. They want to start it the way the guinea pig film started, which is with the gore film. Yeah. You know. And it, it's fucking brutal. The masks are fucking creepy as shit. Like, I don't know if you looked at the one guys that much. It was like Bible scripture. Yeah, it's a like paper mache. Yeah. Bible scripture mask. And yeah. It also has like the, revel, the revelation on the side of it. Which again, in this film, there's a lot of like... Bi- uh, biblical as well as like satanic yeah. imagery, you know, which you know, he talks about you know, performing for the uh, clients, yeah, which maybe the, you know, that's what they ordered, kind of, yeah, thing, you know? that's what I mean? they're into, yeah, because there's like a lot of references to crosses, and of course, we talked about you know, I referenced it in the opening of the episode start on the left, never the right, yeah, you know, they sit at the right hand of God, kind of thing, is what I, the way I took it, uh, it's, it's either that or it could just be as easy as like it's easier to film that way. It could be. It could be something like super simple. Or maybe it's a wrestling thing. You know, you're supposed to work the left side. (laughs) (laughs) Never work the right hand. Never work the right hand, because that's their dominant hand. You don't work the dominant hand. (laughs) Except that's not everyone's dominant hand. It's true, but you know. (laughs) wrestlers. (laughs) It's tradition, Matt. It's it's, it's fucking tradition. Um, Oh my god, yeah. Um, yeah, I I thought the eye stuff and the teeth would bother me, but no, it was the fucking degloving, The skinning. Oh my god, and it looks fucking... Brutal. The only effect in the film that I thought looked. I won't say bad, because it definitely didn't look bad. It just didn't look as real as the other ones is when he's, like, sawing her jaw. Yeah. But I think it's really hard to, like, capture a face. Dude, that's with anything. It is, yeah. Like, to capture a face, whether it be, like, in a computer or in just, you know, makeup effects, is so fucking hard to do. Yeah. You're always going to have that uncanny valley. Yeah. it's It's always going to look a bit odd. Yeah, but, like, man. Marcus Cook's blood mm-hmm. looks amazing. It's dark. It's dark and viscous. Yeah. And it looks real. It looks legit, yeah. Yeah, it looks great. Um, like all as you said, like, there's all kinds of stuff that are from this that you could upload to gore sites and people would think it was real. Yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, like, one of the like biggest YouTubers right now in the gore community got fooled by this. Yeah. Because of motherfucking takedown man. Takedown man. Which My we can get into that now. But so like, honestly, probably the most disturbing thing in the movie isn't even the gore scene. No, it's the It's the, the end. very ending. Oh boy. Which, spoiler alert, but I think everybody's seen this at this point. If not the movie, the scene. Yeah. Because it got spread like wildfire. It's become almost iconic. Yeah. So at the very end of the film, the the lead killer with the... the yeah. The, Ate, the Ate the Chosen one, Ate the Chosen one With the goat skull mask. Yeah is handed a baby. Yeah. And he puts the baby on the bed, and this little kid comes in and lays down on the bed. He doesn't do anything, but just the insinuation of that is, oh, my God. Yeah. Because, like, you saw what they did. Mm-hmm. They're going to do the same thing to these two. These to children. a baby and a child. And this got put online on the deep web. Yeah. And people believed it was dafu Love. Which, again, if you don't know... Daffy Love is tied to Peter Scully. It's who, a rumored. No one really knows if it's real or not. What Daffy Love? Daffy Love is. It's it's a rumored video to say to say the least. Yeah, like of a, of a child snuff film. Yeah, which you know Daisy's destruction exists. It is real. Yeah, so you know Daffy Love could be real. Yes, which Peter Scully was a heinous pedophile. Uh, you know, ch- child porn distributor and maker. Yeah, and he filmed Days of Destruction, which is hard. It's like it's what's the term? I can't think of the term. What do they call it? Hardcore, which is like super violent pornography, against mostly usually children. children yeah, which is fucking heinous. Yeah, but yeah, Takedown Man uploaded a clip to YouTube, being like, "This is supposed to be from Daffy Love," and in, I remember seeing. I was like. That's American guinea pig. Yeah, it's American guinea pig bouquet goes <laughs> Gus Gore, brother. What are you doing? <laughs> and to this day, people think that's it. Yeah. They think this is from Daffu Love. Yeah. It's, it's crazy. not. It's crazy. Which has made this movie almost iconic, in a way. Yeah, it, it's made it infamous. It's a film that can fool people. Yes. The most hardened of like, deep web gore mm-hmm. hounds can be tricked by this movie. Oh, yeah. Because it feels that legitimate. Yeah. And that's that's a testament to the film. Yeah, it's a testament to the effects and the way it's filmed. Yeah. yeah. I love the soundtrack of this film, too, by the way. Uh, so manic. Yeah. Which I think Jimmy Screamer-Claus did. He worked on it, yeah. Yeah. He, I don't know if he did all of it, but he definitely worked on it. Uh, he does the soundtrack for a lot of them. He does, yeah. Yeah, and he does a great job. He does, yeah. Um, yeah that, like, <laughs> it's very... It's like, wow. So it, good. it's fucking it matches the tone of the movie completely the only thing I will say is it's supposed to be like a snuff film it's like but I guess it does make sense it does have a soundtrack since there was an editor there's an editor which is Jim Van yeah <laughs> his mask is it creepy make, it makes me laugh oh you can see him in that mask yeah it's so odd it makes me think of Lamb Chops you remember that show Lamb Chops with the fucking like puppet yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's so odd to see him in that mask but yeah, I guess it makes sense it has a soundtrack because there is an editor. Yeah, but, and they're trying to be cinematic. Yeah. You know, they talk about, like, you know, second unit and, yeah. like, you know, get the right leads. It's, distrib- it's a film company. They're making a movie, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's fucking... It's gnarly. Yeah. It's a gnarly movie. And at the end of the day, it is what it is. Yeah. You're either going to love it or hate it. Mm-hmm. Or maybe not even love it. You're either going to like it or hate it. Yeah, some people love it, and that's fine. Oh yeah, I, love I can't say I love it because, like I said, it is what it is. It's, it's just a yeah big gore set piece. Here, here's what I'll say about it: it is a perfect introduction to American Giddy Absolutely, I like the movie. It's a lot. way to introduce this idea into the a consciousness of people. I'm just dumbfounded by the gore the whole oh, time. Oh my god! You know I mean? I'm like wow. Some of this stuff looks so real, and it's able to shock. Yeah, you know, which is not easy to do. Again, it's like like people talking about the faces and stuff like. Marcus Cook has talk, talked about this recently on was it was a quality violent cinema, which you go check them out. Yes, they do really cool shit. Where yeah, they like they'll stream films with live commentaries with the filmmakers. Yeah, um, he said, you know, a head when it's when someone's dead usually in real life that the head does not look natural. Yeah, almost. Yeah, it looks off. Exactly. Yeah, which does make sense. It does because uh, if you ever watched gore clips from the internet. Uh, it doesn't. It does not look like this. It looks fake. It does, yeah. Because your, your brain processes it to look that way. Yep. So. That's what i use to defend the uh, the face. For sure. For sure, I agree. Um, if you love gore, mm-hmm. you've got to at least watch this. Yeah. Because it's it's as good as it gets. Mar- Again, Marcus Cook and, of course, we'll talk about Jeremy Cruz later. Oh, yeah. Fucking gods. Amazing. Of, this, of gore. Amazing, 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 amazing effects artists. Yeah. Jesse Sykes as well. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Marcus's wife. <laughs> God. Ma- match made in heaven or hell, whatever you Jim, call it. Jim and uh, 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 James Bell is coming up, too, I feel like. Yeah. Like he posted a face just recently he made where I was like, damn. Yeah, it looks legit. Yeah, like, he's good. <laughs> yeah, he's getting really good at this he's stuff. He's getting really good at it. Um yeah, like, just keep a look out in the underground, man. People are getting they're, really good yeah, at this shit. They're next level. Of course, Marcus Cook's been good at this, I mean, but he's the godfather of all. Him and oh, Jeremy yeah. Cruz are, like, seeing over everybody like, yes, my children. Yes. <laughs> Become one. Yes. Yes. <laughs> We are legion. But yeah, the movie works. It, it's it's shocking at points. Yes. It has a good gut punch of an ending. Yeah. Uh, the music works. The performances. Ah. Some of them are better hit than others. Miss. Hit and miss. Hit and miss. Which you do get that with some independent films. Exactly. Yeah. You can get that with fucking major films. Oh, so. for sure, for sure. That's like we we're talking about Devil's Rejects recently. Oh God, the mom in Devil's Rejects is one of the worst actors. You're a fucking baby. I remember you when you were just a fucking baby. <laughs> Go get your ghost. sheriff.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah awful, awful yeah, performance yeah awful, awful performance ass um <laughs> good movie oh yeah spooky spooky, <laughs> spooky. <laughs> sorry spooky we're not coming for you we love you but yeah we love you brother um but yeah like this is definitely a one for the gore hounds out there yeah check for it sure. out for sure it's good it is. It's really good. It's still available, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it, it's an easy watch if yeah. you're into if you're into the the gore. Oh yeah. Because it's just like just kick back and be like Jesus Christ. Oh, something I meant to t- to bring up too is like someone who likes a f- like like effects on film and stuff like that. I thought that this was origin that it was like uh, something done in the computer. Mm-hmm. I think it was like they did it like legit. I think they shot it like eight millimeter yeah. and VHS and everything. Which I was like, that's fucking wild. Yeah, that's that's a lot of money too. Yeah. Like, film ain't cheap. No. Even 8mm nowadays. No, it's not cheap at all. Yeah. But Stephen Barrow likes that kind of stuff, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. He likes to be accurate and legit. Yeah. Which uh, I know Jonathan Doe talked about that re- uh, recently with uh, The Degenerates. They mm. legit use VHS. That's cool. And then, like, edited I think. I'm pretty sure, don't, don't, quote, don't quote me. Don't quote you. Yeah. But we move on to the very next year. Yes. Which when I saw the trailer for this one, man, I was pumped. I remember I was actually on a date, and you sent me this. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> You're like, you gotta watch this. So I'm like trying to like keep down his volume as much as possible while I'm watching this, like in the car. I'm like, oh god. This we have directed by Marcus Cook. Yes. Who I think is a very underrated filmmaker. Yes. Like as good as he is as effects, he's equally as good as filmmaking. To be honest. Oh yeah. With you. He's, he's a master of this stuff. Like, you go back and watch his shot on video stuff. Like, yeah, they're cheap and low budget, but man, they're done so well. I hate that shot on video gets this bad rep. There's some re- like, there's so much heart and soul yeah, I love shot in video. shot on video stuff. And I sometimes fucking it love it. be legit it. good. Oh, yeah. Like, just because it's on VHS doesn't mean it could be bad. That's how I know people hate the movie Sledgehammer. They hate it, man. People hate that movie. But that movie's so fun to I me. love it. I think it's great. But and, of course, violent shit. Things. Things. Which things I'm, is awesome. People hate that movie, too. Really? Oh, my God. That's a divisive film. I you didn't either realize that. You're either with it or you're not. You know what I mean? I like things. I do, too. I think it's so ridiculous that it's fun. Isn't The Secret Life of Jeffrey Dahmer VHS yeah. as well? And it's very fun. It's very good, yeah. Well, good. <laughs> it's good. It's, it is it is a bit disturbing. And rot, of course. Yeah, rot. Oh, my God. I rot, love so rot. Fun. But uh, this is from 2015, American guinea pig, Bloodshock. Oh, my God. Which, to set up Bloodshock, you got to have... You got to know... Bloodshock is the state of euphoria, almost, that you get when you lose so much blood. Yeah. Where you start to get that, like, almost high. Yes. Which, uh, if you're with the deathmatch wrestling world. Yeah. People get this a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a it's a it's almost like a an endorphin rush. Yeah. yeah. When you lose so much blood. So basically that sets up the plot by there's this doctor. Yeah. Who has kidnapped this person, this guy. We don't really yeah. know who he is. I don't know if, even if he gets a name really. Yeah. He's just victim one, I think. Yeah. And uh he begins to systematically torture him. Medically, yes, and and take his blood because while in extreme pain or fear, the body unleashes these endorphins to the blood, so yeah. they're collecting the endorphins in the blood to be used as almost like a drug. To use almost as a drug, this yeah. doctor gets high on fucking he, human suffering, he does, yeah. So essentially, literally, that's the, so you know, it, it, it all takes place in this like warehouse looking thing with this all, and the only places you should go is this doctor's office. This hallway and a padded room. Yeah, that's all you see. Yeah. In the padded room, uh, eventually, the guy figures out there's someone next to him. Yeah. And they begin to pass notes back and forth to communicate with one another. Yeah. And uh, so that's blood shock. Yeah, that's blood <laughs> um, here I'm going to throw out a bit of a hot take here, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think the effects of American guinea pig uh, bouquet are fucking awesome. Almost in the effects in on this one are even better. I do too. Um, just because they're they're Wait. toned down. They're toned down, and in this one, that are hyper realistic. Yeah, very realistic. Like, and th- it escalates. Yes, because uh, it begins with him like taking these. It looks like a almost like a pizza cutter, small pizza cutter. Yeah, has these little spiky things on it, and he's running up and down uh, feet and back. Yeah, and that's a real thing. Yeah, I've had to have that done to my feet. Yeah. <laughs> If you have neuropathy, which can cause numbness, they yeah. use it to test your uh, ability to feel. Yeah. Um, I'm guessing it doesn't feel good. No. <laughs> if you can feel it, it do not feel good. But you're also not supposed to bear into it. No. Because they are sharp. You're supposed to just touch it to it and roll it up and down. And if you can feel the pins, yeah, you're good. But they fucking bear down. Yeah. And having had that thing rolled on my feet, I was like, whoa, God, I don't know how that bad that would probably hurt. Up and down the back, even. Yeah. Uh, And that's what makes him like, there's, like, all of the gore set pieces are relatable. Yes. You know what I mean? Because then it's like, okay, then he starts taking, like, a syringe to his feet. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? And then he works up from his feet to, like, his teeth. Oh, my God. All things that, like, you stepped on tags. You know how bad it hurts? You've had teeth things. You know how bad that hurts. You know what I mean? The ribs. You know, like, everything he, like, everything they tackle is things that, like, you could relate to as far as the pain. You understand it. Yeah, like the piano wire. Oh my god! The piano. Which is a real medical thing, by the way. Yeah, the grot ish thing. Yeah, the the sound is on them. This one is disgusting. It's brutal. Like they saw him through the bone with the piano wire. Just like, and then it pops. through and you hear like a little snap, and mm. you're like, "That's foul." The one of the one one of the scenes that for me was like, "Oh my god," was when they uh. Cut into his leg, yeah, and then take the bone saw to it. No, oh my and, like, god, the bone is like splintering. Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's gross stuff. This and movie is lonely, yes, and bleak. It, it's like <laughs> this is the movie equivalent of sitting in a dark fucking room. Yeah, like this one where American Guinea Pig is Boot dist- bouquet of Guts and Gores is disturbing and shocking. Yeah, this is depressing. <laughs> yeah, this is depressing while at the same time being very disturbing. Yeah. It's hopeless, it feeling. Yeah. And like, there's just, you know, there's like the great moment where like they're passing notes back and forth and the first one he gets like, falls out the wall, he picks it yeah. up and it just says, welcome to hell. Yeah. <laughs> and you're just like, okay. Yeah. The <laughs> other one, like after he gets his tongue cut off, and like cat got your tongue? hmm It's like, mm. And also like, one of the key moments for me is when he's p- writing the notes down. like He makes like three or four of them. He's like, I want to die. Yeah. And she passes back, don't leave me. Yeah, oh my God, it's haunting. <laughs> it's so haunting, man. It's such a hopeless movie. And also, what's also very, very haunting is the reveal of our second character. Yeah. Because you see him and the hell he's been through already and then you see her. Yeah. Who's been there longer. Yeah. Which I just remembered. I think I forgot a question. Oh, wait, what? I think we'll actually like... Apply to what we're talking about right now. Oh, okay. Keep talking about this scene while I do this. Um, like he he's all fucking battered, and got cuts and all kinds of shit all over him. And then it cuts to her, and she's got like a neck brace on. She's got a halo. Yeah, a halo. She's bald and has scars all over her head. Yeah, it's fucking heinous. It is brutal. It it's one of the it's one of the more intense moments in the movie. Like the gore stuff is rough to see, but. When you see her and you're like, oh my God, she is fucked. <laughs> did you find it? I did, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, uh, it actually works out because like, I think it adds, because we're talking about how like, bleak and depressing and yeah. hopeless this movie is. And this guy, uh, Bloody Tapes, who does a fanzine. Yes. Uh, was it Not Living? Not of the Bloody Tapes. Not of the Bloody Tapes, yes. Uh, put, hi, from San Antonio, Texas. I've been listening to your podcast at work, so thanks for helping me get through a workday. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry we forgot this to... <laughs> yeah, we're pieces of shit. <laughs> Where we suck. I started watching Come and See on YouTube after being intri- intrigued by your discussion of it. Enjoyed your talks on the first three Death Wish films and the Alex Dale Glaze episode. I really don't care to watch some of the movies you feature, but I'm curious about some of them. I used to want to see a lot of the movies you talk about, but a few years ago, I just started to not enjoy the movies d- depressing, graphic, shocking materials some of these films portray. Some of my favorite films are Evil Dead 2, Street Trash, Bad Taste, Brain Dead, Night Beast, fucks, love that movie. Yes. Night of the Creeps, Neon Maniac, Spookies, love that movie too, Near Dark, and so many more. I mean, I still like films like Henry Portrait of Serial Killer, Sons of Lambs, and 8mm for a gut punch every now and then, but life is already shocking enough, as it is. Sometimes in your show, it seems like you guys don't enjoy the films you either, <laughs> and it made me wonder, why do you watch them? Okay. Now, to be a hypocrite, I have to say, you guys... Uh, either of you, any wait. Now, to be a hypocrite, I have to ask you guys if either of you or anyone you know has read any books by Richard Layman. He is my favorite author and writes graphic, shocking, hard-hitting, gruesomely perverted books. Some dealing with the supernatural, many about serial killers, spree killers, rapists, and madmen in general. His terrifying his books are terrifying. And I think you would like them. These days, my favorite kinds of movies are monster flicks, so bad it's good movies, and action films. I would like to hear your guys' opinions on any of these movies. Punisher Warzone. Have you seen Punisher Warzone? mm It's good. <laughs> yeah? It's a good over-the-top gory action movie. I've not seen that. Uh, Dread 3D. I didn't watch I know everybody loved it. Yeah, I didn't watch it. But I didn't watch it. It's like The Raid, I think. Oh. I think so, yeah. Rambo 4. That movie's fun as fuck. What are you talking about? The <laughs> Is that the... Uh... It's not the last, last one. Okay. But, but like this is the great scene, like he shoots this guy in the head with like this big fucking cannon thing, and it blows the fuck up. Oh, <laughs> I love that movie. Rambo: Last Blood. I didn't watch that one. Rambo is, is that the that latest was the last one? one? Yeah. Okay. I didn't watch that one. Well, I know the one before it is also very fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah. Also, we could talk about that. Probably. The Raid. The Raid's awesome. Oh, it fucks, dude. It's so good. The new Mortal Kombat. Want to see it? Haven't yeah, checked, I haven't it, out checked yet. it out yet. The Venom movies. I'm not a big comic book. Movie yeah. Now. The latest Halloween entries. <laughs> haven't watched them. It's for shitty, yeah. But and he, he brings up his Zane, which if you're interested in, it, go look it up. Yes, now the bloody tapes. And he, again, thanks for listen, Thanks for the listening content, and I hope you get a I hope to get a response. Sorry, we forgot this till the the review, but it is a pertinent question. You know where he's like, why do we watch movies like bloodshock that is so fucking bleak and miserable at times? Honestly, like us being shitty and forgetting that worked out. It did because it, it really pertains to this movie. Because, man, it's oh my it's god, bleak. it's so bleak. Um, I don't know, uh, for me personally, it's, it's the cinematic escape from the real shittiness in our world. True, I, to me, it's like okay, it's chasing the dragon. Yeah, when I was younger, I saw Texas Chainsaw Massacre hmm. and it scared the ever loving dog shit out of me. Me too. Then I saw Evil Dead and it scared the ever loving dog shit out of me. Me and, too. And at that point it was getting harder yeah. to be scared. And that's when I discovered disturbing films. Which, yeah, they don't scare me, but they make me feel. Yeah. Which, horror movies, as much as I love horror movies, horror movies are my favorite genre. I fucking love horror movies. Yeah. They don't scare me anymore. No. Occasionally, something will come up. They might spook me, but, oh, that was good. Yeah. But they don't leave me that that feeling throughout the entire film anymore. No. Where these movies, like Bloodshock, the whole time, I'm just like, oh my fucking God. Yeah. This is just, oh my God! Please keep no. Oh God, no! Don't go back to that room, please, God. You know, yeah. Um, I guess because, like, again, if you do look at the world around us, especially right now, everything does feel hopeless. Exactly, and I do want to feel that way. If mm-hmm. that makes sense, because I'm a masochist in a way that's not real. I just want to find the next thing that's gonna fuck me up. Oh well, yeah. <laughs> Well, it's that too, but for for me, it's very much that being like, I don't want to think about the fucking real life hell that we're all dealing with right now. I want to escape that, and I can escape that through fucking you know just normal movies too. Yeah, like I fucking like I recently got Hardboiled and the Killer, and I can't wait to watch yeah, those. Yeah, but at the same time, it's like I do enjoy watching some of the more fucked up movies because it's like. It's feeling something that I haven't been able to feel. There's for no other genre movies. movie that like gives me a feeling through the entire thing. Yeah, you know, like a comedy will make me laugh when it's supposed to. A drama will make me feel when it's supposed to. Yeah, a horror movie will scare me when it's supposed to. But a movie like Bloodshock uh, gives me a sense of dread and despair. Yeah, and I love that feeling because it, not that I love that feeling because I want to feel it all the time. No, but I love it because this piece of art can make me feel that yeah you know what I mean it's like during our I did the last episode when I killed the fucking headphones oh god <laughs> <laughs> fuck um but it's like when it comes to like how our Halloween movies people watch people picked a lot of fun stuff mostly just fun stuff yeah but occasionally I have me and you both have threw in some stuff that's a little more on the darker side a little side. heavier yeah. Not, nothing too crazy I don't think uh, we watched trauma yeah that was a bit rough that was a bit rough but um, that movie falls apart in the second half oh we'll happens. talk about that on the podcast one day yeah but I I don't know. It's very, for me it's an escape in a way. So I don't I don't see disturbing films as an escape. Uh I I mean that's that's how I feel. About I've never it. looked at like oh it's an escape. Film in general. Yeah. I just see it as entertainment. You know, something yeah. to like enjoy, have fun with. I'm not trying to escape anything while watching it, you know what I mean? Um I I I feel that way. That's fine. I just I personally have never Yeah. Read. Like to f- me it's just chasing that dragon. Like We popped in that, (laughs) skimmed through that fucking, what was it, ARMD 005 or something like that? Yeah. And, like, it made me feel something. Gross. Gross. (laughs) It made me feel real bad. But we fucking had a good time just fucking around. Yeah. Just like, oh, look at this. I like that feeling, though, you know what I mean? Like, when I was popping that in, I am like, I don't know what this is. I'm nervous. Yeah. (laughs) And I like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I... But when it comes to like the more, even more shocking stuff, like the real stuff, like I have like Uncle Goddamn and Traces of Death. Yeah. For me, though, like when it comes to like the Traces of Death. Films. Those things are not, for me, are not an escape. No, they're it's, crossing a line yeah. to a point where it's like, this isn't, in, like it's not fake. No. So the feeling it gives me is not the same. And I don't enjoy it as uh, as that, much. Yeah, exactly. But it's some, still an anomaly. I can watch every once in a while and be like, oh, yeah. oh you know, that is what it is. But sometimes I, I do like to be shocked by something. Yeah, true. Yeah. I sure. like, I like you know, I like the feeling of being like, oh, what the fuck's going to happen next? Yeah. And I do think Traces of Death and even Uncle God in to an extent do give you that feeling of yeah. like, what the fuck is going to happen now? Yeah. Agreed. Uh, like, what, what are they going to do to this person? What What's going to happen to this person?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And... I guess you get that sense of hopelessness from it. Especially Traces. Especially Traces. Especially, trace it, especially Traces. Especially Part 2. Yeah. That movie's hopeless. It really is, yeah. But at the same time, like, I do like to keep stuff more in the fictional world. Yeah, for sure. But anyways, back to yeah. Bloodshot. The The performances, I think, are really good in this yes. one. Uh, pretty much across the board. I'd almost say the best in, this, in the whole I, series. I would agree with that. Um, the gore's great. The music, again minimalistic but really good the atmosphere is great it's shot amazingly like this really high contrast black and white yeah almost noir I think you said yes yeah I wrote that down actually yeah (laughs) Um, yeah I don't know like you said the gut punch of it too man yeah and the ending I don't want to spoil anything the ending is haunting stuff it is it's really fucked up and you almost don't feel as sorry yeah, well, I was characters. talking about the first ending. Well, yeah. The first in. Yeah, Well, yeah. There's two endings of yeah. this. Stay to the credits. Yes. Because, man, and to do it that way? Woof. Because it changes everything. Everything in this movie is different. Yeah. Once those credits are done, you're like, I don't even know what to think anymore. This is the definition of hopeless cinema. Oh, man. It's bleak. This is like some fucking... Uh, Help me, Cut it. Douglas uh, Buck. Yeah, this, this is d- like Douglas Buck's level of like, oh my god, the th- world fucking sucks. <laughs> this is <laughs> this is Douglas Buck on like guinea pig like stare on the, the guinea pig like <laughs> the juice. Yeah, the juice. <laughs> <coughs> guinea pig gore with like Douglas Buck's hopelessness. Like I know uh, Stephen Byrow wrote this one. <sighs> Sorry guys, Stephen Byrow wrote this one. Uh, he wrote most of them. I think he wrote one. all of them except for one. Yep. but man, he. Marcus Cook takes Stephen Barrow's hopeless fucking script Mm. and turns it into what it's supposed to be. And this one is not a gore fest. No. Like Bouquet is. It builds. Yeah. It builds and builds. Each time they go in, it gets worse and worse It's hard to call it a slow burn, but it kind of is. It is a slow burn, I think. Uh, Because, like like I said, at first they start out with something simple. (laughs) Bless you. This is a sick episode. <laughs> oh, shit. This is a sick fucking episode. We're fucking sick. <laughs> We're Everybody's fuck- house is fucking sick. <laughs> 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 oh, God. Anyways. Fucking allergies. <sighs> uh, you know, they start with the, 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 the sensation yeah. testing, and then it goes to like fucking brain surgery and tear their chests open and rubbing on their heart which to me is like one of the scenes where I was like oh my god yeah where they split her chest open and he's like rubbing her heart and he just looks at her and goes welcome to level 5 and you're like what's next yeah what's after this it has to get worse than this there's no way it can right they're gonna try they're gonna try yeah as long as they can live, keep them living and, and the brilliantness of the way they shot it and edited it where like like you said like he's in the room and he's got his hair still and yeah he's beat up mm. he's missing his tongue yeah he's beat up for sure but when you see her, man, and that camera pans, and you see her, and you're like, "That's his future." Yeah. End it now. Kill yourself. Yeah, Bite yeah. your wrist. Get out of there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, get the fuck out. Because this is this is horror. But he can't because he's connected to her. Mm-hmm. It's almost the it's almost a love story. Do you notice his wrists are taped when he gets there? Yeah. is that weird? It's really weird. Makes you think. <laughs> yeah um it's yeah <coughs> I'm gonna go ahead and throw a spoiler out there this is my favorite of the American guinea pig films I genuinely love this movie yeah this is my favorite as well um it's fucking in, insanely good insanely good bleak depressing dark lonely hopeless this, this is gonna make you feel bad yeah this is the, you can have fun with bouquet yes yeah. it's dark yes it's disturbing yes it's shocking yeah but you could just be there, like, look at these effects. Look how cool this is, man. Yeah, this movie ain't that. No, this, this ain't is, fun. This film is. Oops, I broke it floor a little bit. <laughs> Damn it, sorry. This film is dark as fuck. Yep, it's bleak. I think we, we've described it that way. As th- this is the darkest one in the franchise for sure. I don't know where the inspiration for this came from, but fuck yeah, it kind of reminds me of uh, like, like the uh, what is it, the Stanford experiments. Is that what it is? Uh, The, uh... That prison. Oh, the... I think it's the Stanford Prison Experiment. Yeah. That's what it kind of reminds me of. And, like, maybe that. Because it's like testing the human limits. Yeah. Where the, uh... The the prison experiment you're talking about, conducted by Philip Zimbardo. Mm -hmm. Who, uh... Fucking pushed people to their absolute limits against one another. And seeing how far you could push someone until they become evil. Exactly. That reminds me of this, but in a physical way. Yeah. Where it's, like, testing the limits of the human body. Yeah, how far can you push someone before they're dead? Dead, dead yeah. And they go fucking far. Yeah. It's like the green elephant, but way better. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, it does very much give reminiscent of, like, stuff that's happening in real life. For sure. Like, some Nazi stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff that the, 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 the Reich did mm. that is, uh. Very reminiscent of this. And Marcus Cook, I believe, definitely shouted out some Japanese filth. Oh, yeah. In his effects in this movie. Oh, yeah. The k- tongue-cutting reminded me of uh, Ichi. Ichi the Killer. Also, also, you, uh, it's not Japanese, but uh, Old Boy. Old Boy. Yeah. And then the stabbing in the scalpel into the eye. Oh, my that's God. That's got to be a shout-out to Naked Blood. It has to be, It has yeah. to be. Oh, Sato himself. Crazy bastard. Crazy fucking bastard. But, yeah, that's American beginning to be Bloodshock. I can't think of anything... It's, again, haunting stuff. Um, Great movie. If you want to ruin your day, oh, watch this. In the best way possible, though. Oh, well, yeah. Because it's such a good movie. Like, not ruin your day in, like, this is terrible. But, like, ruin your day in a sense of, like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to feel the same way the rest of the day. And then, like, it ended to throw that fucking post-credit in mm. It's just like, damn. Also edited by a, a former alumni of the show, uh, Dustin Mills. Oh! Oh, yeah, yeah, we've covered this before. One he uh, this he helped uh, edit this. He did some visual effects, it like, yeah. too, which cool shit. Yeah, definitely. This is miss Dustin. Missing when Dustin yeah. used to like make be very movies. prolific. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, man, like it is. This is this movie. This whole franchise is an independent film showcase. It is. Yeah, like everyone feel like they came in and worked on these. Yep, and it's awesome. But, Fantastic. To go from a high note to a low one. Oh man, I hate to do this because I love unearthed and I love Stephen Byro, but you got to be honest. Sorry, I'm sorry, Stephen. I'm sorry, American we love franchise. you. We gotta do it to you. We, yeah. <laughs> we love. I mean, I just want to throw it out there. What we're about to say about this movie by no means reflects anything no. about unearthed films or Stephen Byro. Because when he put this movie out, he probably genuinely loves this movie, and that is fine. Oh yeah. And if you love this movie, that's fine. Fine, I would. I, good, I'm glad you do. But man, I do not <laughs> like this I movie. I really don't like it. It's not very good. So in 2017, while working on the Song of Solomon, yeah, uh, Stephen Byro came across a film, yeah, called Sacrifice, mm. directed by Poison Rogue, yeah Rouge. However you want to say it? Uh, uh, I think it's Rogue, but I don't know. Uh, what's well, like Rouge the Bat. Spelled the same way, I think, isn't it? is its it Sonic? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, I don't know no Sonic wee I ain't uh, Chris like- Chan. <laughs> Chris, Chris Chan. Oh, uh, fuck. I like Sonic. I'm actually a big fan of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the games are really fun. Yeah, until they got to the 3D stuff. I, uh, well, but yeah. even the first ones like for the Dreamcast were good. Oh, yeah. But anyways. And he was impressed with it, and was like, "Oh, I want this to be a part of the American Guinea Pig franchise." Yeah. Even though it doesn't make sense because it's Italian. Yeah. But <laughs> I'm so sorry, guys. I wish I wasn't sick as fuck, but yeah, I'm here to give you entertainment. I'm trying my best. <laughs> We're all fucked up. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And this is American Guinea Pig Sacrifice. Man, so we have a guy. Yeah. Who, uh, returns to his childhood home where he's had some kind of trauma. Uh. It's is alluded to that his father died. Yeah, and uh, he begins to systematically self mutilate. Yeah, in order to make a blood sacrifice to bring back the goddess Ishtar. This is like the third movie we watched. I know, right? Ishtar. Ishtar's Ishtar po- is very popular. Yeah, everybody wants to bring back an Ishtar. And essentially, that's the Citrusets plot. He goes through, you know, starts with your simple like wrist cutting and stuff like that, yeah. and eventually drilling holes into himself and his head and. Mutilating his cock, of course, because you gotta do that. You gotta do that. You gotta get your penis mutilation in. <laughs> Welcome to the underground. Yeah. So, was it simp? It's, oh my god, that review. <laughs> <laughs> Sum- <laughs> summoning Ishtar mutilate penis. penis. <laughs> <And> then, <laughs> simp. Oh my god. Um, and uh... It's all told through narration, which is either him or somebody else. We're not 100% sure. I think it's him. I think it's him, but he refers to himself in like the third person. Yeah. So maybe it's like his conscious, being aware of how crazy he's being, trying to, you know. I don't know. I don't know. So let me go, let me go through the positives first. Okay. And then we'll get to the negatives. <laughs> My body doesn't want to tell anything positive about it. It's rejecting it. Um, <laughs> First of all, I think the look of the movie, yeah, it shot very well. Yeah, the colors are beautiful. It's very vibrant, and I, I like the lighting and all that. I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. The effects, though not done by Marcus Cook, no, are good. Yeah, they are good. Uh, when he was mutilating his caucus, his caucus. When he was sounding himself, there was a few moments where I was like. Is a dick? <laughs> yeah. Know, like, is that a dick? Is, is, it, is, that, is that real? Because first of all, this is produced by uh, was it Domino Cristofario? Yeah. Who is not opposed to doing real, real shit, shit. And he in has. his films. So I'm so sorry, guys. I'm so snotty. I apologize. <laughs> um, do we need to take a break so you can? Uh, no, we're, clear we're out? gonna power through. We're gonna power through. Okay. Um, so like when he was like sticking the thing, it was caucus. Got caucus. I was like, his <laughs> floppas. His floppas. <laughs> I was kind of like. Is this? Is he doing that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, but like, then he starts like spurting the blood out. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So it, it shot beautifully. I don't, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't think about it. There's that video that's online of like. I mean, maybe will, I don't think it, it the is. Stiletto, yeah, in his dick. And then kill in blood. I mean, it's it's possible. It was real, but I don't think so. I don't think so either. But at the same time, mm. but the fact that we're sitting here talking about it means it's a really good effect. Yeah, it is. And the drilling of the heads really good, and like the the post effect, and like the, the wrist cuttings. Yeah, like, all the effects are really good. Mm. The 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 imagery is good, but man, oh man, oh man, is the acting donkey butt, donkey butt. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. I'm. Just... I'm sure the Poison Rogue or Rouge, however you say it, has directed some good stuff. I don't know. I haven't no checked that. I'm not familiar with her work. But this just feels like edgy 14-year-old shit. Man, I... To Domino me, anyway. Cristofario, in general, for me, has been pretty hit and miss. Yeah. To the point where I don't know why he doesn't direct stuff in his own language. Yeah. Or produce stuff in his own language. Because, like, there's that disconnect. Yeah. I guess it's to appeal to more audiences. But at the same time, it just doesn't Who's gonna appeal what? who's this gonna appeal to bro? I don't know. Who does this appeal to? Cock mutilation. It's not appealing to the mainstream, that's for no. sure. You know? But I guess it's for the market around the world, I guess. Mm-hmm. Of the of the underground. But at the same time, I'd rather just read it. The writing is bad. Yeah. But at least if I had to read it I'd be like, uh, oh, it's bad, but whatever. But to hear this motherfucker Oh. Talk through the entire fucking movie. He will not shut up. No, I'm like, why would you shut the fuck up? And then he gets all punny. Oh, that's the worst part. I'm like, it's like I'm gonna drill a hole in this asshole's head. Is what he says. And yeah. I'm like, sh- I'm like, shut the fuck up. You may want to put a hole in my head. <laughs> you fucking I'm going bastard. To fuck the goddess in the pool of blood. This feels like. It's a creepypasta. It feels like a creepypasta. <laughs> I'm not gonna give it that. I'm gonna say this feels like just some edgy fucking fourteen year old shit that was found on the wattpad. Creepy pasta. <laughs> it literally starts with a creepypasta, by the way. Yes. Like no joke. Yes, it does. The first two minutes of this movie is a straight creepypasta. With him be like, son, can you come here? Don't go, son. I heard it too. I heard it too. It's and I'm li- like, that's a creepypasta. Yeah. Also, what's I have to do with the rest of the movie? I don't fucking care. I mean, it's not. Like, it's much, you sound like a fucking smoker. He's like a hardcore fucking like you smoke ten packs a day. I'm that guy on YouTube that killed himself smoking. Oh my god, that, I mean, that's dark as shit, dude. Okay, I forget his name. Off the top of my head, it's like uh, I think it's like Nick Crowley did a video about that guy. Yeah, this motherfucker smoked like packs and on packs just to fucking kill himself. Yeah, slowest suicide ever fucking haunting shit anyways Anyways, back to sacrifice that voiceover to me is the worst part of the fucking movie if you took that out if this just didn't have any dialogue yeah i think it would be at least bearable it wouldn't necessarily be good but it wouldn't be bad i don't think yeah yeah that kills the fucking movie i don't know it feels like angel's melancholy but way less clever. <laughs> you know way I'm just less fucking saying something. Way less thoughtful, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. This, this movie ain't it. It ain't it, man. It's not even that it's like the worst thing ever. It's just it's dull. Yeah. It's it's not interesting. No, it's, it's only 62 minutes, but there was I was like by the end of the film, I kept checking the time like it's got to be fucking over. Like come on. This movie's, again, you said it's like 62, 63 minutes, and it feels like three hours. Man, I, were, I was checking the time every five minutes, be like, please, God, it's gotta be close. Yeah. You know? Like, we gotta be getting there. I haven't done that with a movie on this show in a long time. Like like I said, like, if the only dialogue in the film was the guy himself, like, when he's in the mirror, and he's like, fuck you. Again, not a very good performance. No, But it would have at least been like, ah, oh, whatever. Again, it's like, we watched, like, was it Red Crocodile? Mm-hmm. Like, that movie's fucking pretty good. Yeah. There's no dialogue no. Right at all. And it works. Uh, I don't know what the fuck happened with this. The, di- the the voiceover's so bad. It has fucking potential, but it just didn't fucking do it. And then, like, oh, my fuck. <laughs> there was a point where I was like, wait a day, your damn movie. Oh, my God, yeah. It was like, the world's fucked. Trump has won the election. England is separating itself from Europe and this asshole wants to separate himself from the world, or something like that. I'm like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, this sucks. Uh, so, so, so <laughs> Spoiler alert, Trump's not president no more. Yeah, right, like, way to date your movie like a motherfucker. Two? Like, 20 years from now? That's gonna be so irrelevant. Yeah. That, like, people watching it be like, oh, yeah, Trump was the president, whatever. Yeah. they would be, like, watching a movie from, like, the 80s, be like, Richard Nixon is president. I think Richard Nixon was, was 70s, 60s. Whatever. But... It's like... You know, when a movie is set around a certain president, like yeah. they're referenced a little bit, it's fine. Because it dates the movie, but it also puts the movie in a time period. This is just like... And it's like the documentary Killing of America, by the way. Like Killing of America, like, it talks about stuff at that time, but it does not date itself because that's just still relevant. Exactly. Where this, it's not fucking it has no- relevant it no has more. The problem is it has nothing to do with the movie. <laughs> it's just shoehorned in. Speaking of Trump, did you hear about his social media platform? No. No. He tried to start a social media platform, and the trolls came after him. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's called, what's it called? Tripper? <laughs> twiver? Twiver? Tw- trumpeter? Know. Trumper. <laughs> trumpeter? I don't know what it's called. Who gives a shit? I don't give a fuck. But anyways, not to get political, but. No. But it just, it's it's like it has nothing to do, and it has no bearing to the rest of the film. No. It's just shoehorned in. And I'm just like, like all my notes, like I'm looking at my notes, my notes are literally just being like, I wish this guy would shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because first know. of all, the performance it feels like they went to YouTube. Yeah, found a creepypasta narrator, like we read the script for us. <laughs> oh my god, it does. Yeah, it does, and it's just not a good a narrator either. No, it's really bad. It's like you found the one guy with like fifty subscribers. So yeah, it's just not very good. Like if the movie was just like, and you would have figured out what the plot was, yeah. you didn't need that. No, you don't. It's easy to figure out this dude's coming back to his childhood home, right? Yeah, and he's fucked up. Yeah. And he's mutilating himself. The, someone, uh, the goddess Ishtar. You don't even need to know that until the ending. It also has like this weird focus on social media. Yeah. And I'm like, what? why? Why? Look, I understand social media is shit. Yeah. And I understand Facebook and shit like that is a shithole. And also, like he said, I bet, I bet this picture is going to get eight, 18 million likes on Facebook. It's like, no, it's going to get took down, dog. Yeah, like, I, I don't know. I don't know what it's the goal. It's fucking bad. I don't know what the goal of this movie was. I really don't. I don't know. And I'm so it's, glad, like, here's the thing. I hate these shit on it because I, I love Unearthed. Yeah, well, yeah. And they put it out, and I don't want to shit on it because I hate shitting on things that I, from a company I love. Genuinely yeah. love. But you got to when it's bad. And, and I'm, But I am so fucking glad that Biro didn't make this or Cook or somebody that was involved with American Indian Yeah. I'm so fucking glad because, I did, God, I hate this shit on their stuff because this would be so bad. Yeah. And um, we got to talk about the ending. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. I have to spoil uh, it. If you don't want to hear it, skip about I don't know, five minutes. Yeah. So but. here we go. So he, he he does it. He brings back the goddess Ishtar mm-hmm. by killing himself. Yeah. And she's she's a good looking naked woman. Okay. <laughs> yeah. She is. Yeah. There's no denying that. Picks up his phone, it takes a goddamn selfie. With like almost thug face and all. Fingers up. He you know, the fucking Japanese. Yeah. Thumb, uh, peace sign you know and I'm like that was fucking horrible all Blah. that all that already bad build up for that yeah fuck off fuck man that was when I saw that I was like what was my note that ending my god that's bad and can we talk about the soundtrack a little bit too I don't even remember the soundtrack it was basically a Thurman oh yeah it's like wee yeah, it doesn't match the tone of the movie at all. <laughs> this movie sucks. I'm sorry. <laughs> it sucks. It sucks. Like it's almost like it's like like at least with Duck, I had, I dislike Duck so much that I can like go off on it. Yeah, this movie's just dull. Like I, I it's bad. It sucks, but I can't even get mad because it's not bad enough to even get worked up about. The thing is, like, when you think you bring up Duck, it's like I respect the makers of Duck for making. This like satire on shootings, right? Sure, I thought it sucked big, but whatever. But <laughs> well, I mean, the the, the satire itself is not great, but at least they they were that risky of trying something like that. This is so fucking dated. Like, oh my god, it's 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 been dated by years at this point. Yeah, and on top of that, like at least with Duck, there's still fucking shootings happening almost every fucking day. Which is sad. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, at least that's still a fucking thing. Where this is just not relevant anymore because you've dated shoe, you dated it so shoe shoe fucking hard. In, you shoehorned in fucking shitty social commentary that was just unnecessary. I really believe that if you cut out all of the voiceover. Yeah. Right? And you cut that fucking ending out and you just have her walking into the ocean. Yeah. At the very end of the movie, you'd at least have a movie that was like decent. Maybe yeah. not great. But okay. But decent. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, it's still a trend super familiar water yes. that we've seen a million times. Which, uh, that's the problem. Is It, it is. is. It treads familiar water while trying to give it this, like, modern feel. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't feel modern anymore. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. The cast is good looking, though. Well, I mean, yeah. He's a good looking guy. She's a good looking girl. Yeah. At least you got that. You got that going for Although it. Although I was shocked when he opened his mouth and had braces. Yeah, I was like, "How old is this guy?" <laughs> not yeah. that old people, older people can't have well, well, races. Yeah. I'm just not used to it, you know. Also, one thing I will I will note is like he drilled the hole into his head. Yeah, right. Yeah, he of course he reacts to it, but but he like does it into his toenail. That was too much pain. Yeah, passed out. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. people like to, people don't like toenail ripping. Why well, no? But he pat he passed out because of the toenail ripping, but not drilling the hole in your head. Nah, eh, you know. Doesn't make any fucking sense. No, they probably did that in the wrong order. Oh lord. Well, fuck. Um, yeah, this one ain't good. I almost just want to move on. Yeah, I feel you. It's just not. It, it's not even good. It's not even like riffable. Not really. Because it's just there. It is. It exists. That's like the it, problem. It sucks, <laughs> but it don't suck enough. Yeah. But like I said, I, I do think that if, like I said, if you recut this, got that voiceover out of there, you'd have at least a watchable movie on your hands. Yeah. You know, because the goal, like I said, Gore's great. Or if you're gonna do like the voiceover stuff, do better writing. Well, at this point, it's Darrow. You'd have to just get rid of it. Oh yeah, but yeah, <sighs> sacrifice. Not very good. No, moving on. Uh, if you're a completist, check it out. If not, go to Song of Solomon. <laughs> yeah, just move on. I like that one doesn't exist. Yeah. So same year, this is the one that took the longest because we went from 2015 to 2017. Yeah, 2017. Because there's a lot of stuff in this movie. Oh boy, was a, this was a big movie. I can see why this took so long. And it's a departure. Yeah. This is when the f- series moves far away from the original. Yes. Because, very like, you, much. you can see correlations between everything. Bouquet and gun Scores, Flatter and Flesh and Blood. Yeah. Blood Shock, Devil's Experiment. Yeah. He Never Died, Sacrifice. Even though Sacrifice isn't comedic, but it's similar tone, uh, not tonally, but subjects. Yeah. Of a guy trying to I do think him. He he Never Died is probably way better. Oh, but. fuck, it's a way better movie. But, uh. Song of Solomon bears no resemblance to the original series at all. No. Which was a risk. A big risk by Stephen Biro. Oh, yeah. So this is the Song of Solomon. Oh, my God. Which is a possession film. Which I know traditionally, like, usually you're not the biggest fan of uh, uh, exorcist movies. No, but I've also never seen one that's as gory as fuck. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> This is like the first exorcism movie that I've seen that's like extremely gory. Yeah, exactly. Sounds like maybe Exorcist Three. Yeah, but it's that's got some gore. But it's not. It's like, different. Though. Yeah, it's not really an exorcism movie until like the last five minutes, which <laughs> is just shoehorned in there. Well, yeah. Um, love that movie though. Oh okay. yeah. So basically, what we have here is we have a girl named Mary. Yeah. Who at the very beginning of the film is in her bed as her father, played by Stephen Byro. Yeah. Is just losing his goddamn mind. Yeah. She's apparently lied about him touching her and stuff like that and he don't know how to deal with it. So he slits his own fucking throat and gives himself a Peruvian necktie. Well, what I thought that was was her doing that to him. I think it was just like, he's like, I can't live. She drove me crazy. I was like, fuck. Hey, ha, hey, how did you have to wherewithal with all the, not only slit, slit your own throat but pull your tongue through? Yeah. Jesus. And it looks so brutal. It, almost <laughs> funny, because when the tongue comes it's just like flopping, it's like flopping there and yeah. I'm like, but Fuck. I guess that's realistic, though. It's what it would look like. God, the, the, the tongue. It's a mafia technique. It's a tongue. I mean, yeah. it, it's, it's going to be floppy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking talk about how, how that would actually work. <coughs> I don't know. But the thing that I thought was interesting is, like, I don't know how Stephen Byrow would be as just an actor. Yeah. But for being a dad who's just losing his goddamn mind, I thought he's really good. Yeah. And I was like, I was believing it. I was with him. <laughs> he was going to ape shit. He's like, I don't know why you're doing this to me. And I'm like, I feel that. I understand this. Yeah. You know? So, anyways... So the sacrifices drug me down a little bit. <laughs> we'll get it back up. We'll God. Get... So, um, basically, they discover that she's not sick or mentally ill. Yeah. She is, she's wicked possessed. Oh, <laughs> boy. She's hella possessed. Yeah, she's possessed by, like, fucking Satan himself or something. Something. It's bad. Yeah. So, basically, this uh, family counselor recommends not going <laughs> medically but getting priests not good yeah not so, good Essentially, essentially this head priest guy yeah keeps going to priests to be like I need you to perform an exorcism this woman yeah but this demon is so powerful that every time an exorcist goes to perform the exorcism they fucking die <laughs> oh my god <laughs> uh, poor, poor fucking Jim Van Beverly gets fucking street trashed oh dude <laughs> we'll get to that Oh my god. So there's a lot of twists and turns in this that I don't, we don't want to get into. That's the general plot. Is yeah. These exorcists keep trying to exorcise this woman but the demon is so fucking brutal that it just destroys them. Kills them dead. Kills K- them fucking dead. Oh my god. So I guess you know the, that, that's the plot. That's the plot. Uh, I This was my second time watching it and this time I really liked it. I think I liked it maybe a little less this time actually. But I, I, of course I didn't think it was bad by anything. It means I think it's really good. But um, I, I did think some, some of the acting was a bit... Some of it's shaky. The mom, who is uh, from uh, Van Bever's work. Yeah. She's in The Manson Family and Debbie Dawn and Last Days of John Martin. Yeah. Um, she... Her her motivation in the film is weird to me. I won't say her performance is bad, but she just seems off. Yeah. Which I guess with the ending... Which I was kind of confusing to me. Yeah it's like, I mean, I guess when you think about it, it is kind of, it's very much there when you think about it. Yeah. All the hints are there. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, I don't know, like, I assume that at the end of the film that she's not herself. Yeah. But if not, if she if she was in on it the whole time, I guess it makes sense. Yeah. But not really. But like, she's just like, she always just seems like just very like sarcastic. Yeah, about everything, and I'm just like another priest. Yeah, yeah like another one. <laughs> <laughs> so that could just be her. Like, and it happens sometimes, like when a, when an actress is away for a long periods of time. And yeah, you, let me look at this, Camille Keaton, who delivered one of the best performances in an exploitation film ever, to be one of the shittiest actresses I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, like she's bad. <laughs> she's yeah. so bad in fucking Seltzerica. And another did like a sequel. Too. Yeah, and I hear she's heinous in it too. So I don't know what happened. <sighs> you know what I mean? Oh, oh, what happened? I knocked a chunk of your floor out. <laughs> Would you stop that? I'm sorry. Try to put it back. It's gone. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, um, but I thought a lot of the performances were good. My yeah. biggest problem was her and the lead priest guy who keeps going to all the priests. Yeah, he, he's was, good in bloodshot. He's really good in bloodshot, but he's so dry in this. I, I also feel like his character in bloodshot's a little more like crazy. Yeah, he has a little but more. Has be, he has to be more subdued. But, like, you know, and I know he's kind of a controversial figure, but Jim Van Babber yeah. does an excellent job in this movie. He does. Uh, I thought his, like, when he's being serious, he's very believable. Yeah. Really good. It was funny seeing him as a priest. Yeah. Because I'm like, that boy ain't a priest. Uh, <laughs> Bible should have burned in his hands. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he, when he gets, like you said, street trash. Oh, my God, dude. He fucking loses his mind, man. He goes full Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> he's like when well, he's pulling his own eye. Out. When she like makes him pull her own yeah. eyes out, he's like, <laughs> I'm like oh my god, <laughs> he's losing his shit. <laughs> um, god, the the the, fucking, the, uh, the other priest they send after the two get murked. The fucking mercenary priest. Yeah, fucking uh, hitman priest. Yeah, hitman. Hit <laughs> uh, pri- yeah, like Jason Statham mo- priest. This motherfucker was ready to go. Like he had, he had like a knife on him. Yeah, and everything. he was like, "I'm gonna kill this bitch." <laughs> <laughs> he just sh- he just shows up, and she's in he's in blood as well. Yeah, he's good blood shock as well. Yeah, he's blood shock as well, yeah. he but he shows up. He just looks like he looks. And he's like, "Do y'all believe in God?" And he's like, "Like, well, no, no, no." He's like, "Well, you better find him." Yeah, <laughs> and he just walks upstairs. He kicks the door and. <laughs> <laughs>
1: dude, dude, dude. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. Which I was say maybe he's a little too serious. Maybe. But I like his performance a lot. If you want me to Slit the street trash motherfucker's <laughs> throat, give me a hell yeah. That was a little startling because it's like yeah. it's not that he just kills him, which I would understand. Yeah. He practically decapitates him. <laughs> Like it just keeps going. I'm like, he's dead, man. He's you can dead. stop. You can stop anytime you want to. Yeah, you've put him out of his misery. <laughs> and she brings the other priest back to life. He's like, oh hell yeah, I'm gonna kill this with two ass. I think that scares me, son. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, you. Got ass. He doesn't even, like slit his throat, like trying to give him like a peaceful death. He's just like, <laughs> Gus, <"Guts-y." laughs> he's fucking savage. He's a badass man. <laughs> yeah, not only that, but. The way he's found, he's drinking the yeah. fucking whiskey in bar. <laughs> a bar. He's fucking Jason Statham priest. Yeah, man. He's, 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 he's a like, fucking badass. Like,
1: I'm gonna do this shit sidewide. I'm gonna show this demon, motherfucker.
0: <laughs> I think all three of the priests yeah. all do a really good job. Yeah. Then Babber, him, and the heavier set guy. Yeah. He's like, my soul's damned. I've lost my last exorcism. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't know why you're coming to me. Yeah. But that does like, it is like, huh. You, you, that's where I I did start to realize this is definitely a fucking setup. Yeah, <laughs> <But> yeah. <laughs> the fix was in. Yeah, the fix was in when you sent the drunkard priest. <laughs> <laughs> and you sent you sent the you have the mercenary drunkard priest. You have uh, Jim Van Beber as a priest, which again, again, that priest that should have burned off his body. Yeah, right. <laughs> and then you send the guy who lost his soul and yeah. lost his last exorcism. Yeah, what? You failed. <laughs> Um, things I really like about this movie First of all the <laughs> special effects Are batshit insane Oh my god Also some shout out To Fulci Fulci man yeah. Which I saw somebody Was like That scene goes on Way too long I'm like I think that makes it work Yeah Cause it's so uncomfortable You're like How long is this gonna like, go She really she gonna do all of them yeah, She picks up all of her organs She's like I'm gonna need those back <laughs> <laughs> She literally says that She does She starts eating them And you're like What I, you said you thought her performance was a little too over the top. At times, but I think it might be a little bit more on the script than her performance. Maybe. Uh, the, the script is heavy. Yeah. It's so, like, Like, those times are ambitious. Like, yeah, those times where I'm like, are they speaking English? <laughs> like, I'm uh, not sure. Sometimes they're not. They're no, speaking, but not like, Latin. Like, when they're doing these just, like, long yeah. monologues of, like, biblical stuff, I'm like, is this English? Because I'm not understanding a word of it. Oh, my bit. God. It's intense. Yeah. Like, I couldn't imagine trying to do this to write this it, like the paragraph like or to be like viral hand you the script and be like remember this I'd be like huh what you better no. have me a monitor because I don't know what the hell you have having me say honestly I do think at points when they're like reading from the bibles they might have like some bit of the script in there Yeah. which but, man they, when I was watching it I'm like man these exorcisms are like like how's this supposed to work because they're not doing shit they're just like <laughs> they're holy like, water mother Mary protect us mother Mary protect us holy water yeah, Holy Water. Man. Jesus Christ protects us. Jesus Christ protects us. Holy water. <laughs> like, what's this doing? Also like, how's this doing anything? There's also a practice I don't think I've seen an exorcism movie. The was it the dirt of uh Saint of Jerusalem. Saint of Jerusalem, yeah. Yeah, well, I know that was interesting. Which I know Byro, like he studied yeah. real exorcism stuff. Like a lot of like he had like real exorcism kits. Wow. Like and like went through them and studied them page by page to make sure that That's all crazy. of his exorcism stuff was accurate. Accurate as possible. It's it's Which crazy. is crazy, because like, and you can go back and listen to our bio interview. Yeah, because when we asked him about song of Solomon, I'm like, "Is it oh, different take on it?" And he's like, "Yeah, this is my Christian movie, because I'm a Christian." And I laugh. I'm like, "Is <laughs> it like, yeah? I'm a Christian." I was like, "Oh, he's not joking." Yeah, <laughs> like I didn't, I didn't see it coming. You know what I mean? No, I did not know the man behind Earth films being yeah. like a big Christian. Well, I guess uh, I'm mean, nothing against it. That's fine, but like, I was just, I was taken aback. Yeah. But again, there's a lot of people who are probably of faith who like uh, yeah the for stuff. sure. Man, it doesn't matter. You know what I mean? Like this is all just entertainment. It's but, not, yeah, it's not like you're doing the things in the movie. Oh well, yeah, you know. But I just didn't see it coming. No. So like when he said this was like his Christian film, I was like, what? Wow, like that's kind of crazy. It is. And Also at the same time, it is odd with the ending. It me. is a little odd with the ending, but I guess in the way it does make sense because like you know, wouldn't you want that as a Christian? Technically, bring back the the yeah, rapture. Yeah, just begin the rapture. I mean, that's what you want, right? I don't know. I feel. I feel like I'd be terrified. Yeah, but if you're like a good person and you're oh, like, yeah. your soul is saved, you wouldn't be worried about it at all. Mm, fair well, enough. What now all those priests that went and did the exorcism—they're damned to hell. But <laughs> uh, yeah, you—you—which you is them. something I didn't realize. Apparently, that is a thing. Like I you didn't do know not that. save their soul; you're, they're damned. You're damned forever. Whew. I wouldn't want to be an exorcist. No, <laughs> that's too much. It's too much of a responsibility. Like again, like I know we, we talked about this, but we're, we're not religious. No. But exorcism stuff is also super fascinating. Right? It is very fascinating. Like I've looked into some of the shit, and, and it's they talk wild. about that in the film too, because it's, like, yeah. it's like this isn't mental health. This is real. Yeah. You know. Yeah, which is very much probably a take, probably a little bit of a shot at the Annalise Michelle Annalise, story yeah. because with Emily Rose. Yeah, because the uh, the Annalise Michelle story, a lot of people believe that it was mental health. Well, she rather just gets than, yeah, and they fucked her, her. up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they killed her. Yeah. Oof. Oof. Yeah. Uh, the gore. Oh, back to the gore, man. Oh, oh my God. God. Like, the is insane. G- again, that's what happens. Okay. When you get the mega powers of me- mega effects. Yeah, when you bring in not only Marcus Cook. But you bring in Jeremy Cruz. And they, they get their hands. They grab their wrists. They shove them into one another. They look up at the sky. The mega powers of United. <laughs> yeah. Because th- <laughs> the effects are crazy. Oh, my God. Like, the puking of the gut scene. Yeah. Fantastic. Super mm-hmm. fulchy, too. Oh, yeah. Very fulchy. Very fulchy. I guess people of this also have probably not have seen maybe faulty stuff. It's possible, yeah. Cause this because this one's on Tubi. Yeah. So like when you see a lot of like the bad reviews and stuff like yeah. that, it's probably normie horror people. Like, yeah. those effects yeah. are that good because they were just you know? Yeah, shut up. Shut the fuck up. I literally saw somebody say the facts weren't that good in this movie. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. You're just wanting to think they're bad because it's a low budget movie. Yeah. P- people just don't like low budget stuff. No, if it's low budget, it's gotta be shit. F- fuck you! Fuck you! <laughs> exactly because like, if you're gonna tell stuff. me the scene where she's like tied up to the bed and starts to break oh her own God. limbs, that looks incredible. Yeah, <laughs> it's gross. Van Biber pulling his eyes out. Like I remember that being like not as shown. Yeah, first time I watched it. But no, you like see his like sockets and like the strings of like flesh. Yeah, being ripped out of his socket. And I'm like, how did they do that? That I looks don't know. amazing. In the his so are hollow. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how they did that. It looked amazing. I think I think of is if you build up on the face. Had to be that, but like, but how? Like I just remember being like, ah, and like blood coming. Out. I didn't remember like like like. Yeah, and pulling his eyes out. Yeah, <laughs> it looked incredible. Mm-hmm. And then when he, my favorite part was when he's got both his eyes in his hands. He's like, <laughs> yeah, he's just screaming. I was like, damn, I love you, Jim babe, even though you're kind of a piece of shit. <laughs> you're kind of an asshole, but. Oh my god, man! It's wild. It's fucking incredible, dude. Like I said, her breaking the limbs and, like, just, like, the, the, the demonic look of people yeah. looks fucking fantastic. The eyes. The eyes. The oh, got my to God. Do the contacts in this movie. Oh. It's so good. Because it's, like, it's like goat's eyes, all right? One's goat's eyes. <coughs> Excuse me. One are goat's eyes and one's, like, a triple yeah. pupil. It's, whew, It looks so good. I love the scene where, like, she's talking to the family therapist. Yeah. And she, like, looks up and she's got, like, the goat's eyes. Yeah. And he sees it and he's, like. What the fuck? Uh, I'm I'm a therapist. I'm therapist. You 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 need somebody like that. I'm a therapist. Yeah. Well, at first he's like, uh, okay, I didn't see that. And yeah, then well, he, lo- he like looks away for a second, and looks back, and, and he's she's like, she's normal. Yeah. And then when the three come up, he's like, all right, I'm a am a family therapist. <laughs> 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 You're gonna need somebody bigger than me. <laughs> <He> just <laughs> SpongeBob's you, you, out of you there. Need God. <laughs> yeah. <he's> like, I'm a head out. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, man. Like watching this one again, I liked it a lot. I, maybe maybe I need to give it another another watch because like and really. you did say it, like I'm not big on possession films no but I was into it man yeah like sometimes if I start getting a little dull by movie I'll start looking at my phone a little bit I try yeah. to pay as good attention especially if I'm doing it for the podcast I didn't touch my phone once no <coughs> I was hooked Hook, so, line and sinker this whole movie the only time I touched my phone while I was watching this was uh because my phone charger is fucked Sacrifice now I was on Instagram a lot <laughs> I went lie. I was like this movie fucking sucks I was just. <sighs> What, what, what was I doing? I was doing anything but trying to watch that movie, I'll tell you right now. <laughs> it was bad. I don't even talk about it right now. But Song of Solomon, man, I really dug it. Yeah. I really dug it. It's fucking great. I give it the same rating as I gave Bloodshock, but I do like Bloodshock more. But yeah. I both felt they were on the same level of rating. Does that make sense? Yeah. I think you described it as B plus and B minus. Yeah. That, that's exactly it. You know yeah. I mean? um, it's crazy stuff. Man. It's good, man. It's really good. The performances are strong for the most part. There's for the most a few part. weak ones. Yeah. Ending, you know, ending's a little convoluted. Won't lie, a little bit. Where I was kind of like I don't know if the motivation makes sense, but okay, we're with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's still fun. Yeah, um, music's good. Visuals are good. Again, Jimmy Scrimmick has worked on this. Yeah, it's such a contained movie too. I love yeah. that. That like pretty much only takes place in this one room. Yeah, one place. I mean, they go out and like find the priest and stuff like that. But like when when it, when the movie's going, when the plot's progressing, it's in that one room. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's a really good movie. It is. O- overall, I think the American guinea pig franchise is really cool. Yeah, me too. I, I think what they're doing is really cool, and I'm excited about them more. You know, Yeah, I'm excited for... it was, I thought Song of Solomon was it. I thought that was it. I was, American guinea pig, that was the final one. Yeah. Nope. So I think even Byro said that at one point. Yeah. That that was meant to be the final American guinea pig film. Nope. Nope, there's going to be a fifth one. And there's a screenshot from it that's terrifying. It's a fucking cult. Looks like yeah. a big cult. Big blood cult, probably. Oh, Lord. Which Sam is working on that one. Yep. Yeah. I don't think he's directing it, but he's working on it. He, I think he helped with cinematography. Yeah, which I know Byro got hurt. Yeah. So that's probably going to delay it. Yeah. But hopefully he gets better. Mostly importantly for him. Oh, well, yeah. He gets better because that's the most important thing. Well, yeah. Because, and then then we can get the movie out. Because honestly, without Unearthed, we're not getting a lot of, of the, the movies. No, there's no way. There's no way a movie like, um, I, don't know, I was just trying to think of like, well, like well, they got, was it Tokyo Decadence that's coming yeah. out? We, that would never exist without Unearthed. Uh, Red Room would never get out there without Earth. There's no way. I mean, a certain film uncut would not be Nobody distributed. No, no one wanted to. Or and the they two did for mainstream stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's not gonna see a lot of day without Red Earth. Crocodile, Red Crocodile. Uh, fuck, what else? <laughs> There's so much stuff that's been put up on Earth. Uh, Black Sun and the Inking Massacre. Yeah. I mean, and especially stuff like Red Room. Yeah. Das Kumbudale, like, Brudel. Yeah, like who who else is gonna touch them? This stuff? nobody, man. So it's exciting. It, On Earth is always a company I'm very excited about. Yeah, for better or for worse. A lot of times because sometimes the movie not everything they put out I like, but that doesn't matter because it's always something you're gonna to want to check out. Oh, absolutely. Like you know them starting to do some inbox stuff is so fucking exciting. Yes, we we need more inbox, more inbox in this world for sure. And then you know the stuff they produce with the American Guinea Pig Films, you know, giving guys like Marcus oh, yeah. Cook a platform to show his talents you know also just showing you know Stephen Barrow he, he's he got it he's a good director man yeah he really is and he's also a pretty damn good writer I would say he is yeah for sure I will say Song of Solomon was a fucking risk to, uh, Barrow it was man it was a fucking risk to do and I this. think a lot of the, some of the negativity that comes towards that movie is because it is American guinea pig it's yeah. almost like Halloween 3 like if it was okay. just a Song of Solomon and not American guinea pig yeah. I think some of the hate wouldn't be there But but again like because people are like, "This isn't pseudo snuff. What is this?" You know. Yeah. But what I'm what I'm going to sit here and say also is like to do a not only a possession film for your your mostly like gore franchise. Yeah. But what well, is gory, but but also to write a script like this mm-hmm. and have and do it independently. The amount of research he had to put into that movie is insane. It's insanity. It it's it's absolutely his passion project for sure. This was the movie he wanted to make. This has been in his head forever. Yeah. This was finally his opportunity to put it out there. And man, it's fucking really good. It's really good. It's very strong. Um, <coughs> you can still get these films. I recommend it. Go oh, grab yeah. them. Even yeah. Sacrifice, even though I don't love it, but you want to complete, you to complete the franchise. And you may like it. You might like it. Some people do. Yeah. yeah I did not, but that's what I want to say also is don't use our opinion no. to judge movies. No, no. Watch the movie for yourself first. Yeah. And then. Don't ever opinion. use a reviewer as gospel. No, because you might fucking like it. You might not watch something you would like because they didn't like it. Yeah. it's like the whole thing when with Nick's fears. I know, like Nick's fears <laughs> has some shitty takes on movies, but I still like her content. She tried to ruin a whole man's career on a law. Yeah. I can't get behind that. <laughs> I know that pisses me off. Still, still does. Yeah. And it's still like every time I think about like watching her videos, I'm like, why'd you do that? Very fun for life. <laughs> You're not wearing the shirt, but... I'm not. That was my favorite thing. It was when the whole thing started. I was like, wait a minute. I got a very fine crap video shirt. I'm going to go dig that out and wear it. Uh, yeah. Because it was such bullshit. We'll talk about that one day in detail, probably. Yeah. Maybe when we we'll do look. James Bell. Maybe when we do James Bell, or maybe we could do like a live stream thing, and that could just be the whole... The whole conversation. Yeah. Just like a live stream of us just talking about controversies in the underground. Yeah, uh, That'd be a long stream, but... uh but the, the thing is, like, with the, with all that, just to talk on it a little bit, is James Bell's not a fucking murderer. No. He's not a fucking psychopath. He did something weird. He, and it is one of, those, one of those choices of, like, I don't know why you did that, but you did it. But he but, didn't kill no animals. No, he did not kill a fucking cat. No. It's obvious that those cats were dead. Yeah. Should he hit him with a hammer? Probably no. not. Probably not. No. But he's not an animal murderer. No. The, the worst you can get him was a of a corpse. Yeah. It's not even It's not a human corpse either. And it's like, you know, we talk about it all the time where it's like, okay, you're mad about this. Yes. But this is okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, come on. Yeah. Even fucking Cold Collectibles talked about it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Where he's talking about like Milo Notice. Yeah. Where they killed, <laughs> I could tell you, how many cats <laughs> and dogs for that movie. They threw them over a goddamn waterfall. Yeah. To get the right take. Is that okay? No. No. But at the same time, like, like I remember, she she talks about like like Angel's melancholy by Andorra. and they kill a cat for that movie. Oh yeah, it's so obvious that's real. Come on, because he's tried to come out and, not recently and say it was. Excuse me, <laughs> like, <laughs> but it's 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 real. It's real, yeah. Again, yeah. if if it isn't it's an amazing special effect, then yeah. But I know better. Byro said it was real, Steve yeah. Byro. because uh. Dora retched out to Unearth to distribute it because they did cannibal. Yeah. And uh, I guess that was one of the reasons they didn't want uh, to touch it. Yeah. It was like a real animal cruelty. Not thing. just that, but, like, yeah, they killed animals in it, but they, you know. Even though they squish a salamander and yeah. kill a pig, and those are okay. You could do that. But the cat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't do that cat now. The thing is, like... The internet thing Like I know I, I, I'm not the biggest fan Of the documentary for se After re rewatching it But let's say The Don't Fuck With Cats documentary, It's with cats. true though yeah. You fuck with a cat At all mm-hmm. You're fucked I think Don't Fuck With Cats Is a good documentary It's fun to watch But yeah. like, it paints an unfair lot As though yeah. they solved the little bit No, redotta, they not, no. Right? It would have been solved Eventually For sure And I do think maybe They should have listened A little bit Yeah Because they gotta kill himself. Well what, what I'm saying Is that they should have Listened to the people Maybe a little bit because they did have some leads. For sure. But at the same time, you don't want this whole like internet. It's it, caused a big problem. Yes. People will be like, We solved Zodiac. No, you fucking no, didn't. No, you didn't. Shut up. Shut your ass. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah <laughs> if you're making a movie, don't fuck with any cats. <laughs> no. Don't do that in general, though. No. That's wrong. Leave but, animals alone. Animals are meant to be raw and living. And living. <laughs> But again, just to say, just to clear the air, James Bell did not kill any fucking. No, animals. he did not. If you watch it, you see that the the cats were unfortunately still. He didn't born. even talk about the. She didn't even talk about the fucking bird scene. The bird scene's the, the worst. Way part worse. Yeah. Way worse. And he didn't kill that either, but he filmed it. And he did film it. But, but he it, didn't kill the bird. But again, if you're gonna go after him for that, then you have to go after every mondo motherfucker. Every mondo motherfucker. You have to go after John Waters. Yeah. And, like, he gets away with it because, of, oh, we ate it afterwards. Now, oh, come on. It doesn't man. justify you fucking crushing that chicken to death. No. <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, whatever. I don't want to get into that right now. No, having what's good? Yeah. But uh, that's it. Yeah, Barry guinea pig. <coughs> I wish I went sick as fuck. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this would be a rough listen. Yeah. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. <laughs> this is truly terrifying. I'm snooting and coughing. It's snooting and Kevin. But uh, we appreciate everybody for listening. Thank you for... Hanging with us. Yes. And uh, people actually, like, concerned when I posted the picture. Yeah. Because I was like, ah, if I test positive, then, you know, there's not going to be an episode. Yeah. <laughs> so I wanted to be uh, upfront about that, you know? yeah. But people are like, man, I hope, you know, episode, whatever. I just hope you're good. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, oh, man, we got such a great listener base. Yeah, y'all you're, you're are fantastic yeah. to us. Yeah. We don't deserve it. We're not worthy. We're not worthy. Um, um I hope you enjoy the Cult Collectibles interview. I guarantee you will because it's a great interview. Oh, yeah. Uh, we want to thank him again Even though You know He's not on this episode He's going to be on the next episode Yeah But uh, we want to thank him again uh, Thank you all And we're going to do it I don't know what we're doing next Do you know what we're doing I next? I do You do? Yeah Because we postponed it Oh Because we, were, we decided to do something bigger Yeah But we're doing black metal Black the metal Which well, oh not next god. episode But the episode after Yeah But Which oh god We're going <laughs> to We're going to talk about Loser Valentine Yeah I know That's going to be fun Uh, fun. Yay. Yay. (laughs) We get to talk about a a alleged sexual predator. Yay. (laughs) Yay. Which I know people will not... Some people will be very upset that we're even covering his movies, but... We we talked about fucking... uh, What's his name? Uh, Richard Richard Stanley. Yeah. (sighs) The thing is, like, the episode was planned out way before this shit came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And at the same time, like, I know we probably shouldn't give him any fucking publicity at all. But at the same time, it's like... (sighs) The movie itself is interesting. You can't ignore his movies in the underground, though. You, get, no. you know what I mean? like People are going to talk about him. People are still buying them, too. Yeah, exactly. So it's like, whatever. If but, it upsets you, hey, we're sorry. But. And it, again, at the same time, what, what I'm going to say is what's happening right now is very much alleged. Alleged. Nothing is set in stone yet. Yet. And again, I, at the same time, like it is it, very much, like, a lot of the stuff against him is strong. Strong. <laughs> There's a lot of, like, strong stuff that are being thrown out there against him. There is. Him. <laughs> there's no denying that. And again, if you want to keep up with everything, Mondo Videos on Twitter has a whole uh, thread about it. Just go check it out. Read it out for yourself. And, of course, there's some other articles online about it. The way I see it is we're reviewing the movie, not the person. Yeah. Because the person right now that we're seeing coming to light, fuck him. Yeah. Because, like, here's the thing. Are we never going to talk about, like, repulsion? <sighs> I mean, I don't think we can talk about repulsion because it just doesn't really fit our show. But I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, the thing is, Herzog <sighs> accidentally killed a bunch of people. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. You know, separating the art from the artist is important. I think. For, yeah. You know, for people's sanity. And the entire episode, we're gonna be talking about shitty people. Yeah. We're we're gonna be talking about fucking Varg, Varg Vikernes, piece of fucking shit. Yeah. So I guess it only just matches the episode, honestly. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I don't know, man. Uh, Here's what I'll say: when we do the episode, we're going to review the movie, but we're not going to recommend buying it. No. However, unearth does have it out, and you know, Earth and shouldn't be punished for the cheatingness of someone else. No. And black lava. You know. Yeah. the the whole th- The whole thing is like it, it's a big situation right now. Go check out. Go go. Keep yourself updated on the situation yeah. before, you know, you, like. If you decide to like purchase this stuff, if you, I know we don't recommend this, but again, if you're going to get it, don't buy it from him directly. Directly, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, and at the same time, until we get any proof of this or that, just keep your eyes open yeah. and, and keep us informed too. If you know, and we're probably else. not going to tackle much of his stuff while this is going on, yeah, no, we th- we thought about it, but we're not, yeah. Not to mention there's not a lot of to tackle. Well, it? we thought about covering his later stuff before that shit came out. Yeah, 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 yeah. My mm-hmm. thing about it is, though, it's like, it be a tough episode. Anyway, yeah. so it's all short films after that, you know. Yeah. So. Whatever. It is what it is. Yeah. We're talking the underground. You know, unfortunately, there's a lot of mostly amazing people in yeah. Oh, yeah. to meet a few assholes here and there. It happens. Well, that's the thing with every scene. People are going to talk about us, wrestling, even. You know, people don't want to talk about Black Metal lanes and Lucifer Valentine, you know. So yeah, you know where can we be tackling Japanese filthy shit, man? Yeah, we we don't think some there's some shady shit. Oh yeah, it was fucking Yakuza. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there's legit like films where people got raped for sure. Like what the fuck? Yeah, but I don't know, man. It is what it is. The I world. Hey, end on that note, the but, world is dark. Yeah. You could say when the world is dark and it's cold, the freezing moon will obsess you. Or possess you, I don't remember. I don't know if I remember. But we're on low battery, actually. Oh, fuck. Okay. Yeah, we probably should wrap this up. We're wrapping this motherfucker up. <laughs> Run this motherfucker upside. But we thank you all for listening. You all are amazing. Yeah, thank you all so much. Let us know anything. You know, if you have any opinions on anything we've talked about in particular. Yeah. Should we cover Loser Valentine's? Let us know. Yeah. Let us know. What you, we do what you want us to do. Yeah. Ultimately, at the end of the day. If you want us to ignore him like he's Voldemort. Like, like he's Joey Ryan. <laughs> yeah, like he's Joey Ryan. <laughs> then we will. Yeah, but let us know. If not, then hey. we'll... We'll do what you want us to do. Yeah. That's what we're going to do. So, that's that. We love you. We love you all. We love you all. But, I'm John. I'm sick as fuck. And I'm Matt. And I've got some sinus problems myself. <laughs> but And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick, sick. on cinema. Cinema.
1: God oh, oh, damn, God. God. <laughs>